Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. And joining alongside me for another Mainer. Ooh. It's Shabazz. Hello, Radio Land. Radio Land? Yeah, I don't know. Podcast I, land, I, got a little, I got a little stressed on what to say. Yeah. So, Radio Land was the first thing to come out of my mouth. Uh, okay. Maybe someone lives in Radio Land, Texas. Yes. Send us, send us a signal. Let us know. <laughs> send us a postcard, maybe. AM or FM. And the other voice that you have not heard yet is Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Do you know some cars are dropping AM radio? They're dropping AM radio? Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest signal to get. Yeah, I know. Isn't that like just available it's like one of those like it's just like in your brain happens like you just have it like yeah i know but i was reading that reasons. like i was reading that ford recently said that they'll bring it back to their cars yeah like electric oh, cars so already, already don't come with am radio oh most electric cars at least do you have do you have radio. fm radio in your car i have fm radio interesting yeah, but i don't have am radio i'm not sure if it's because that old technology oh okay hold on hold on hold on hold on am radio is new technology it is it's current technology (laughs) like it uses a current to run (laughs) a backup just in case new technology because we know that am and fm have been around for so long it's sustained like we know it's very sustainable and it works right right. as soon as there's a blackout or something it's like turn on the am radio we didn't hear what's going on in the world they're like reporting from a bunker somewhere So, yeah, it's always good to have as an emergency system. Right. I'm surprised they don't have it. Like, okay, we'll, we'll rely on technology yeah. digitally. Yeah. I just feel like that can go more than AM, FM. I've never, ever experienced a time where FM or AM stopped. I'm, it's always just there. I just don't listen to it. But I'm yes. curious. Yeah, because even in movies, it's like everything could be done, but it's like you turn on one radio yeah. saying, it was like, ladies and gentlemen, we Apocalypse. are reporting. This is the last broadcast yeah, ever right. of humanity. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Um. I'm curious, how expensive do you think it is to buy an AM channel? Because well, like, or probably all, all the good ones are taken. But are they? You think so? <laughs> what number would you want? <sighs> like sixty nine. Like sixty nine. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't. It has the AM it has to be three letters? Three numbers? Sorry. No, but AM stations are like, uh, like by increments of like five, isn't it? So there's, I don't. There's no like sure. a, or ten. So there's there's no like uh, I think it's ten. It's I, don't even, 10. I didn't even know you could buy it. Like I thought yeah. it was just like the movie podcast even, AM or the movie yeah. podcast who gives, FM. Who gives the FM? Yeah. Who gives it up, Mister AM? Is it is it like you got to go to the government or something? Like I think so. You got to go. To we the, literally sound just so dumb for you. Have to go to right the, now. Uh, you have to go to the. Um, <laughs> you just I don't know. You go to Radio Land. Yeah, go to Radio Land and Radio Land. Put one in your carts and then then you go. I'll take the movie podcast FM. Sounds cool though. It does sound cool. You know, like that. Like why don't it also sounds backwards too? Because it sounds like the movie podcast FM, right? Yeah, like it's a podcast, but it's on radio. Yeah, and it's about movies. That'd be really cool though. Maybe it's maybe it's cheap, and we can have a radio station where it's constantly us, constantly us, serious. Serious, serious satellite radio, right? But I feel like Sirius, you got to pay them. There's a good yeah. royalty to them and all that. Like, I feel like FM could be, especially if you live in Ontario. Yeah, it could be our ticket to. You know, we're just it just we just it's like a constant loop of all of our episodes ever, and it's just constantly our on air. Hits, yeah. yeah, it's just constantly on air, and then just we'll air episodes. every every hour. We'll air like our most recent review. We're not going to give you our game plan for no, this. No, no, no why, one why, take we, the movie why podcast are we spoiling out. it now? What, what numbers would you want though for FM though? God, I don't know, 99.9. And I, that's I know it's taken, taken though, man. I know. That's ta- you can't it sounds do it. cool though. Yeah. I feel like we would need 100. like one hundred. <laughs> I I feel like we'd need like one that's like you know, like like one oh four point five. Like we would need one with four so we could do yeah. like our colors and the numbers and everything. Right, like that. right, right. You know right. what I mean? There's there's a lot of opportunity. And there. it's the increments of five, you said. Uh 
no, no, no. For for FM, you could go within like different oh, okay, frequencies okay. and stuff. Single digits you could go by. Yeah, because like there's like eighty eight point nine and like ninety two point one. Yeah, like you know, there's like a does it go ninety four point five? Does it go up to like a thousand? I don't know. Like, does it, what, what, what's the number of stops? <sighs> I don't think. So. I feel like I've only ever heard of like one hundred. The, the highest. The, the like I think there's like uh one oh seven point nine. Yeah, and then but there's no like one ten. Is there? I I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't listen to the radio. Also. We don't know. Is it 120, I think? 120? Like 102.1? Yeah. No, that's 102. <laughs> <laughs> 120, 120. 120. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it goes that high. But we know, we got to introduce these frequencies. Yes. Because we have a lot to say well, on these frequencies. Like redo everyone's cars, though, to yeah. get those stations. To do it. And yeah. then, but uh, electric cars won't have us, though, because they're going to drop FM probably after we announce oh, that we're shit. getting a that's radio true. station. That's true. Maybe they will. Yeah. This is the movie podcast. We like to have fun here. Yeah. yeah we yeah. do like to have Mainers, fun. Here. You know, Mainers. The Mainers, Mainers. Mainers, we don't know where the yeah. road goes. We just <laughs> we just follow down the road. We listen, we listen to, to the, the we listen to the FM, the yeah. old FM. Yeah. Uh as always, you can catch a brand new episode of our show all throughout the week where we talk to, you know, the latest and greatest in celebrities and for reviews, interviews, all of that. And then of course we have these little gems that we drop, like you're listening to right now with the main episode or a mainer uh for when it or for you know, we're sticking to that. We'll stick to that. You we'll know, stick the to it for now. The yeah. manners, the manners are pretty good. Uh, but we, like I said, we like to have a lot of fun here. It's great when we're in a room together talking. We're heading into a very busy movie season, which is the summer blockbuster season. Blockbuster is not around anymore, but the movies do survive. Uh, you know, we've heard, when do you guys, when would you say the official start of the blockbuster season is now? Because I feel like it's been moving its flag earlier and earlier and yeah. earlier. There, there's, there's debate for April, but I'd like to think May. You think May is the start? I think May is the start. Interesting. How about you, Anthony? It would be, yeah, I would say May. Like, yeah. it has to take place in summer. Yeah. yeah. I know Disney's been like, oh, but it starts in March. And right. Like, okay, yeah, well, seriously. It's, it's there's even summer. some debate there, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not summer. But, yeah. you know. But May technically is still like spring, too, right? blockbuster season is between that March to August. Yeah. Even, not even August. It's like March to July. Yeah. August is like the leftovers. But I like for it to stay, stay start in March. May. You like for it to start in May? Okay, yeah, for sure. Because I, I always think growing up, like, May was really when, you know, the big movies started coming out. And it, it's only been recently in the last couple of years that we've been seeing a lot more films starting to open up earlier and earlier. And I remember the big deal when uh, was it Infinity War. Yeah. It decided to open up, like, two weeks earlier. Yes. Because they were just like, why not? We why can not? No, or like a week and a half earlier. So they started doing those early screenings. And you look at like something like the Mario movie that just cleaned up all of April. And then before that, like we're seeing Disney really starts to put a lot of their films in March yeah. too. So like we're starting earlier and earlier and earlier now. I mean, when we got, you know, Black Panther in February, obviously for it made sense yeah. to release it that way. But it also was like, wow, we're getting a huge film in the early months of the year yeah yeah which is so unheard of at that time and and now lot, even january is not a dump month anymore yeah there's a lot of more competition especially with like these franchise ip based type of stories where like one week it could be mario and then the next week it's like something else and yeah. then the next week is something else so it's good to start earlier even yeah, though you have some space it's not the summer but yeah. you might have a whole yes. month you have a lead people off. will still if if the movie's good and people want to see it they'll still 
put money towards it. Yeah. yeah. And it's wild to think like, like look at the March that we had this year, mm-hmm. you know, where we, we had quantum mania that ended February. Again, big movie that's coming out in February. Then we're going to March with scream with Creed with uh, Shazam and uh, John wick. Like right. there's a lot of films that are just inching, you know, earlier and earlier in the year. And it's, it's great to see because like, it's a nice spread. And hopefully these films, like Anthony said, will get the attention and the, you know, the money that they'll deserve at the box office. Right. But sometimes it doesn't work out right. for them. Cause Creed, cause Creed's like a July film, right? Like when you look at Creed, you're like, Oh, this is a, or, or a, a Thanksgiving film or even Thanksgiving yeah. film. Yeah. But if you wanted to make it like a summer film, you mm-hmm. would have done it in July. Yeah. And if you wanted to make it any other time, you're right. You'd make it in Thanksgiving. Yeah. Cause so. I, cause I know like the first Creed came out like a week before or two weeks before the force awakens. Right. So that was like a Christmas movie. Yeah. The, uh, the Creed two was in November. Mm-hmm. And then like, you would have thought like they could have easily made Creed three, a big blockbuster film for reasons that we won't get into here it's good they did not wait until the summer for this thing. movie it is a good thing they released that yeah. movie when they did that movie yeah. came out at the the right time it turned into a, a real life story yeah so seriously quickly. um so we'll uh like, like let's 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 talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to this summer obviously there's a lot of big movies coming yeah but i'm curious if you guys had to name three films that you were most excited for coming out this summer where would you go and I know one of them for us, which we have seen already, is coming out this week. Yes. Yeah. Which, so I'm which not going to count that one. We won't so count we won't that count one. that one. And again, the one we are talking about is Across the Spider-Verse. You could see our reactions for it. Yes. We loved it. Reviews going to be coming out later. We'll talk a little bit more what this week is looking like very, very soon. But let's 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 look at the summer movie season. I'm, I like that we're here. Let's, you know, let's enjoy the hot weather and some good movies. <laughs> what, uh, what What's on your what's on the radar this summer for you guys? For me, Mission Impossible is a big yeah. one. Yeah, that's as, number one. As yeah. well as Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones was there, but now like learning about it and people like talking about it. I don't know if I'm as excited as I thought I was. And I know we should let you know our opinions be our opinions yeah but even like the 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 praise that it did get it was very lackluster lackluster as well so i'm like i'm not as excited as i was yeah it's it's hard sometimes like again and and we're we're lucky that we get to see films and we kind of set that tone for a lot of people too in a way yeah so like when people set that tone for us it's like hold on a second don't tell me how to feel about a movie it's it's interesting you're saying that right now because i was thinking about it this morning when i was coming here i was thinking about shazam fear of the gods i was seeing tweets about it and how when we watched it no one had seen it yet we had watched it even much earlier on than a lot of critics so there was no spoilers or reactions or anything and we all enjoyed that movie and then when it finally came out it was just like absolutely just shat on yeah or people most people haven't seen it or most people just haven't seen it because they're like well if people didn't like it so i'm not gonna form my opinion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting that like how wrong sometimes you could be to the mass, right? So I'm curious if Indiana Jones is going to have that for us because yes, while right now the Cannes crowd was like meh on it, curious to see coming days and weeks where that number rises. Yeah, and and it's curious because I I wonder if Disney looks at that release strategy Mm -hmm. in the future and it's like, are we going to do this again? Like, will we, because didn't uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was it also at Cannes? <laughs> Not too sure. Yeah, I so because no I feel like there was another big, big Disney film that they brought to Cannes. I feel like it. I feel like it was like back in the day kind of thing. Yeah, like I feel like mm. it could have been Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mm. that opened up at Cannes. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very excited for it still because I want to see Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. I love James Mangold's, and I'm I'm curious yep. to see what's going to happen with it. But you're right, Anthony. When I look at what I'm looking forward to this summer, is it? It's wild to think that. 
It was on the list. It, it's not for me. Uh, it's not a top three movie for me this time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? You know what has climbed up there, based on its last trailer, especially yeah. Barbie. 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 That trailer was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I, I like really, Barbie. really dug it. That was I, the best look at Barbie I think that we've seen so yeah, far. Very yeah. Very like, um, like, like when you have Kate McKinnon doing her Birkenstocks and and heels yeah. situation there. It's very much like this is like the Matrix that they're kind of like pulling fun of as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it just, it just looks great. I think Greta Gerwig is fantastic. I think the cast is amazing and it just looks like a great time like it knows what it is yeah and i and i and i just wanted to nail that vibe i think greta gerwig has made some phenomenal films over the years so i feel like with this movie coming there's so much buzz around it there's so much excitement for it and and i'm really curious to see what the audience is going to be for it because like is this going to be a movie that kids go see is this a movie that parents are going to be taking their kids to go see or is this going to be more of an adult focus film and and I'm, i'm wondering where is that going to lie? Because Barbie is a, you know, as a toy for yeah. for kids, is that going to translate for a movie for kids? Absolutely, and a lot of this movie also has the <clears throat> the vibes of being like a gay icon, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. And you and you you kind of wonder like, oh, would it have been better if they released it in June then, like during Pride Month? Like, would yeah. that have would they have capitalized on that? Because now they're releasing against Oppenheimer, which is also interesting because yeah. it's just like, you know. It's wild. None We're of them have moved. For both. Yeah, weird that none of them have moved. And yeah. but but Barbie has like you know Oppenheimer. Obviously, I think will most likely win the weekend. Yeah, but it's like there's a lot of excitement going into Barbie because I think there's a lot of June. there's a lot of excitement in social. There's a lot in June though. I mean June 16th for sure there is, and then Indiana Jones. So I feel like and then Spider Verse before. So like there's oh, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, a, it's yeah, like a kill a box. Line, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, there's no movies this summer. There's no movies this summer. Um, also, yeah, Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull did open up at Cannes. Okay. 2008 okay and it, it what, what was its uh, a reaction like, reaction because i can't imagine good um it premiered at Cannes film festival a couple days ahead so this is only a couple days ahead yeah and it was uh let's see here and and the film would be watched just using a film projector in theaters blah 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 blah. that makes sense yeah <laughs> sure okay why well, would they even have to um, say that but even kingdom of the crystal skull like it's it, like people like had issues with it but it wasn't i feel like there was more it, it still has a higher Rotten Tomato score than uh, the Dial Dial of Destiny right yeah. now. Does it I not? It was, even even though it's not uh, Dial yeah, of Destiny only has forty reviews on it. I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is in the seventies on Rotten Tomatoes. I could be wrong. Let's take yeah. a look. Um, but I also thought it was shot really well. Like the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, it was yeah. Shot. There's a lot of great moments you know, in the Spielberg movie. film, so it has that vibe to it. Yeah. It has that look. Uh, just you know the ending where the aliens kind of like disconnected you because you just didn't yeah be, you, like that's not it the felt, indiana jones story it felt so looking. separate yeah so it's it's at, it's at 77 critics yeah. but 53 audience gotcha yeah. yeah so i'm curious to see where the dial of destiny is going to land obviously june like we we're just talking about june being a big month we have across the spider-verse coming out we have asteroid city coming out yeah. and then june 16th <clears throat> we just have like a a crazy oh asteroid city is on june 16th right e, yeah with the flash and with elemental and it's like what a wild stay at the theaters that's going to be yeah it's like which one do you pick you know which one do you go to and i think a lot of people will go to the flash because it's superhero hype yeah type of thing and but also dc's coming off of two big losses of films right mm-hmm. and even the flash right now is tracking <laughs> only to make around 70, 70 million yeah which when you think of a movie that's going to have the flash in it it's going to have batman in it ben affleck's batman it's going to have michael keen's batman supergirl who, supergirl what other million of cameos that are going to be in there um it's interesting and there's been so many screenings of this film yeah and it's like i feel like i've been seeing like random spoilers on my twitter feed which is like 
don't do that that like don't be dumb yeah, don't, don't do that don't spoil movies come yeah. on not before they're out yeah so it's it's interesting that warner brothers has this approach with their releases where it's like let's have these big fan screenings like to really focus and get people excited but i'm like does that take away from the money that you're going to be having opening weekend right and, and it always does i mean like we talked about it with, with black adam it it took well i mean black adam also just wasn't a good movie but it also like it hurt it like people were already saying like oh it's not good yeah and they're like oh shit okay well let's not go see it yeah so and as of today there is a screening happening or in toronto yeah yesterday yeah you're, yeah you're, yesterday if you're listening to this um, Monday, there's a screening in toronto and i'm guessing that's all free that w- was like you have to be like First, you either win the contest you have to win the contest or you wait in line for it and a, i think it's still line. free yeah yeah and i think it's yeah. still free so I you're invited as an influencer right which we don't influence yet uh, <laughs> um and then that's it yeah it's an it's an interesting path that uh with the flash like we'll, we will have a press screening for it it just has not happened yet even though there's been a million press screenings for it in the states so yeah. it's, it's interesting it's it's a weird uh yeah, it's, it's weird. a weird cycle how it Warner happens Brothers, sometimes. like they just have every single gun pointed at their head and they're they have like a little drawstring and they're just <laughs> pulling it and shooting themselves because i just i don't understand yeah, that's, that's, that's the, an image the yeah. idea of why you would do such so many fan screenings before the movie comes out which is june 16th we they've been doing fan screenings since the beginning of may may yeah maybe april when was well it was cinemacon it was CinemaCon, at, it was yes. at cinemacon but i also think it's because obviously like not to get into the weeds of everything with everything that happened with ezra miller what what happened oh well, let me tell you <laughs> yeah, I, that, think, I think they're looking for a way to take the spotlight Gaslight? away no, not gaslighting. <laughs> no, it's not, gaslighting. Stoplight. Uh, the stoplight. I think it's a way of them taking the spotlight away from Ezra and being like, let's celebrate how big this movie is. Yeah. And we were talking about this too. It's like, I've never seen a movie go from like, they can't release this yeah. to everyone is just like, this is the greatest superhero <laughs> film of all time going into it. It's like Tom Cruise is talking about it. Stephen King's talking about it. You know, like everyone who has seen this movie and James Gunn keeps talking about it. It's like James that, Cameron's next, right? Like James Cameron did say something about it. Did he? Yeah. James, I, I'm not. I, I, I swear, James Cameron I, said I something know. about I, the Flash. Can I'll you look, search that? I'll up? look it up. Yeah. I swear, I saw something about James Cameron. But isn't the Flash. that like gaslighting us though? Like, hey guys, don't l- listen to what's actually happening yeah. with the people that are in the film. Listen to like Tom Cruise, who loves this film. And yeah. Listen to, uh, and I get it because they, they Stephen King. They need people. to sell their movie, right? They need to sell their movie. But and 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 and, and Ezra Miller is one person out of the thousands that have made that movie and been part of it but it's like wow like what a what a switch in conversation i'm just curious to see if that's going to work for them in the long run when it yeah. comes to actually releasing did well, james cameron say anything he didn't he okay. hasn't said anything about okay. it but he's he just will. mostly a lot of like when i typed in james cameron the flash it's like james cameron disses marvel movies it's like well that's not the same thing it's not it's not the same, not same thing yeah but um yeah it's it's kind of wild it's like as it's such a like a like oh look at this look at this over here like they're just dangling yeah, yeah. these keys in Me- front of us meanwhile like, there's ignore. all this other stuff that's happening yeah, yeah. and i listen yeah. we hope the movie is great yeah we're going to review the movie when it comes out of course but we will be reviewing the movie we'll and we'll be will, aware of the situation and we're not uh, we're not not going to address the situation of, <laughs> the, of this character the viper too, in the room right you so, have to you have yeah. to you can't like come out with a movie and have your main character the main actor yeah you know be an be abuser a, a vigilante like not a vigilante, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> not a vigilante. Not a vigilante like, but like someone who's wreaking havoc yeah across yeah. the united states exactly and not fucking that. riddler out yeah. there yeah so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens with that one yeah but yeah i think for for me like going back to what anthony was saying with his top film of the this summer i i, I don't know in a world where it's not mission impossible <laughs> i don't know what, yeah. what world that is so i feel like for me right now it's mission impossible 
Oppenheimer, which is crazy to think Nolan being like one of my favorite directors. Yeah. That's not number one, yeah. but when there's a Mission Impossible movie at play, <sighs> especially when the last yeah. one was Fallout, like yeah. it's like there's I just I'm at a loss for words as yeah. to how excited I am. And that last trailer that just came out was so incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I didn't feel I didn't get excited for it. I oh. actually Anthony felt, felt the, less excited. Anthony felt the reckoning oh. of it. Because it didn't dead. feel I don't know. I just I got this vibe that I'm like, I don't know what Dead Reckoning is all about, but it just had like this family dynamic toward in involved yeah, with fast it. And like furious. Fast and furious. You know, yeah. but like Tom and and his whole like crew, it just felt like it felt family. There's a lot of love. It didn't show. leave as much as an impact as last year's trailer. Right. Like, when I think of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning yes. right now, I'm thinking of... Still the first trailer. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that first trailer. But yeah. this one feels like, you know, it's like the end of the IMF, right? So it's the end of that team or the end of that family. So maybe that's where that connection is coming from. Maybe, yeah. And I kept going IMF back. is like always gone at they're the always, end of Yeah, they're always <laughs> in trouble, right? <laughs> and I kept thinking, I kept re- going back to Rebecca Ferguson when she was on the show. She's yeah. like, yeah, it's much darker. And I'm looking at this trailer, I'm like, this doesn't feel dark. I'm also trying to understand why his this stunt which we and i watched on youtube he jumps off a mountain yeah like what why is this relevant to i hope it makes sense in the movie yeah (laughs) there's nothing there's nothing around it it's just an empty space well you know when he did his jump from you know a billion even the the one on the plane plane even that one, it made sense. It yeah. made sense. Well, yeah, this, this one, one is just, just like, like, he just wanted to jump off a cliff and yeah, like, that's what it felt like. But like, Tom, we just found this mountain. But I'm jumping off. I'm, I'm, I'm off there, it. Though, yeah. I'm off it. So, yeah. and it's part one of two. Yeah. yeah. I know we, we were not big fans of the parts. Uh, you mean the part one, right? Yeah. Titling of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of, like, get rid of part one. Like, Spider-Verse was smart and be like, yeah, this is across the Spider-Verse. The next one's beyond the Spider-Verse. And every movie does that. Like, you look at Avengers, like, Endgame, you know, yeah. like, or Infinity Bro- War, sorry, Infinity part, one, part one, part two. two like, yeah, I yeah. think it's just the name is so good, like Dead Reckoning. It like, is a great what, name. How yeah. do you Dead not Reckoning? Like, what's what's the, <laughs> undead, how do you put undead the part reckoning. two of the Reckoning? Undead Reckoning, yeah. damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's zombies in that one. There's zombies <laughs> in that one. Yeah, it's John <laughs> Marston. Yeah, what's his stunt in in part two? What is the stunt in part two? Yeah, he has to climb up that same thing. He's, he's like, oh, it's a wrong mountain. You gotta climb up. Yeah, I wonder what it is. You don't. Oh, I don't it know. Could, man. It could be a space. I mean, he's done. He's done. There's been a few that have come out, like in terms of like that he's been shooting, right? So he was like the one where he was on the plane, where he was like, you know, welcome to the movies, and he was like hanging off that plane. Yeah, but that's just Tom Cruise for fun, that's, dude. That yeah, could have been. Yeah, that's right. that's that what he just does. Been, like, in, that's him just that's how he gets places. a set. Yeah. you know, dude. Yeah. Last time, get in the plane. Tom please. was no, always no, no. on a plane. He yeah. never set foot on the ground. Right. He was just every single time we see him, he was on a plane. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, no, it is exciting. I just. I'm, I wasn't connected to that trailer as much as the first one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, got I get that. I get that. Yeah. And like a lot of ambiguity yeah. where everything is. And I'm also like, I'm also at the point where I'm like, I don't want to see any more of this yes. movie. Like, I don't even know that I like that Tom Cruise jumps off a cliff in yeah. this movie. I'm sold yeah. already. So don't, don't show me anymore. Exactly. And, and it's interesting that we're, we're going to, and I'm curious if Mission Impossible is I don't think it's going to make as much as Top Gun Maverick did, uh-huh. which is again such a wild thing to say, yeah. considering if like you were to ask me this a year ago, yeah, yeah, like you know, no way Top Gun Maverick makes over seven hundred million dollars, eight hundred million dollars, a billion, one point four billion dollars. Like, oh my god, amazing! Uh, what else is coming out this summer that's like like on your radar? August we have the Dracula movie that has like that name that we saw we're like this is an awful name oh yeah the yeah. the 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 Demi- the last voyage of the dimitris yeah Demetra? Demi- dimitria dimitria i was gonna say blue beetle blue beetle, blue beetle, blue beetle yeah. Yeah. like i really dug the trailer 
Yeah. I'm like I'm not I'm not I'm looking not forward excited. to it or anything like that, but I'm just saying like it's like it's a big Grand film. Gran Turismo reminds me of a movie and again I hope I'm wrong. It reminds me of a movie that would have come out in like twenty thirteen. Absolutely. Twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. You know, like when uh we did um Need for Speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I Paul. get like and I get this one's a little bit different because it's like based on the true story of like the person who was playing Gran Turismo. But it's like it's just it's just an interesting uh yeah, yes. the, it's the, an interesting release. I, I like I like Neil. Really, I, just, I like Neil Blomkamp. I mean, I know he hasn't really like done a lot to like win me over, but like what he has done, it's been pretty decent. Yeah, no, like so, Elysium and yeah, and, yeah. Um, uh, District, District Nine. Yeah, like oh, August actually has very a lot creative of stuff. So actually. when I yeah. look at Strays. Gran Turismo, oh, this dude was great at Gran Turismo the game. Let's put him in a car. But it's also circuit-based type of racing. Right. Is is not historical pe- period type. No. Where if it's even like F1, where I know Brad Pitt's doing an F1 for Apple, right? For John Watts. Yeah. yeah. And you just like, oh, that's dope because you have like really cool cars right. and great cast, yeah. great production team, and all that. And where's the drama, right? Like you think when it was like Rush, that 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 Rush really oh, focused shit, on the man. drama between yeah. characters. Is this one just like a gimmicky, like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm a video gamer and now I'm an amazing race car driver? Yeah. It's like yeah, where's yeah. the you you want some some sports movies need to stick to a certain formula because they'll always be successful at it, right? Because yeah. is this a video game movie or is this a is yeah. this a sports movie? Yeah. And it's a weird mix of both. Mix. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I know. Like, I hope I'm I hope I just, we're wrong. That's what the vibe I got yeah. from yeah. the trailer. Um, other films in August coming out: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it pushed got pushed up. Yeah, so is it still in August though? Yes. August second. Yes, but uh, it was like initiating the second week of August. Oh, okay, got yeah. you. And then we have the Meg too. Yeah, you know, you know, everyone, everyone loves the Meg. Everyone loves. Did the we Meg. talk about Oppenheimer? We didn't really we, talk about uh, we, Oppenheimer. We we spoke. We, we spoke we about it, more. but we didn't like go deep what do you into say? it. That oh, last trailer just, is like, yeah, the last trailer was really dope, and it's a story about building a bomb. So yeah, you know, like how Christopher Nolan taking this type of again historical fact and let's make a movie at around it yeah i'm interested to see it's what, gonna be what the story is yeah yeah you know what the the drama is because when you think about it the guy built the bomb they used the bomb and then the world started building more bombs where is the suspense where is the that that yeah thrill but i feel it in the trailer especially in that last one right where just like you just hear that like the the nuclear sounds and yeah. like the ticking yeah. like you know nolan's gonna find a way to tell it in the most convoluted way yes uh, but also like just make it feel like it's like the biggest thing ever and really is right and I, I think i love when i've been hearing the way nolan's been talking about this movie it's like people don't give oppenheimer um the due credit i think he does in history he changed the worlds mm-hmm. and he's like one of the most significant people in the world and i hope this movie really makes me shows that sh- believe that yeah and i know he is but <laughs> yeah. also like you want to see it and you want to be entertained as absolutely, well right absolutely do you think nolan set off a bomb somewhere i definitely think so come on he has to have set off a bomb somewhere yeah. i don't think so i think it's i think it's a a creative way of like taking miniatures and mm-hmm. using microscopic type of cameras to capture mm-hmm. The internals of an explosion. You don't want, I just you don't, don't want to this bomb, guy eh? was dropping bombs in like the desert for yeah, sure, though. He was 100%. filming some stuff. He was dropping some nukes for yeah. sure. I don't think like yeah. Kim Jong. Well, I know Kim definitely Jong-un. not nukes, but like I don't know about blowing up shit. I just feel like it's not good for the environment. Just yeah, I think for a film. No one's gonna make a movie about that after <laughs> how he was the one that damaged the environment. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anything else, Shay? What, what would you say your top three then are for this yeah. year? Well, I mean, uh, I think Barbie, Oppenheimer, and. Um, Mission Impossible yeah, definitely yeah. are the ones I'm looking forward to. There's some that I'm really curious about, and you know, 
if you had pitched this movie to me before I had watched the trailer, I would have said to you, no way. Are you talking about some uh, talking doggos? I'm talking about some talking doggos. Strays. Yeah. Like that trailer we like laughed at. Like yeah. it looked so stupid. But you know, Phil Lord, Chris Miller, they know what kind of comedy that you know we like. And it just it made me laugh a couple of times. I was like, damn, like, like this is actually going to be probably pretty funny or it could just be a complete misfire. I hope it's funny because I, I, it gives me a lot of vibes and it's from the same team that did Bad Boys, Good Boys. Good Boys. Good Boys. Yeah. With Jacob Tremblay, who we just who spoke we to just on the carpet. To, yeah. Um, that, I hope that it delivers and I hope it just doesn't just feel a little one note throughout, yeah. but I hope it could be a funny movie. Yeah. Right? I think it's like, it's just like you, you take something that's so innocent, like a talking dog film and yeah. you just give it that hard R rating mm-hmm. that we never expected. How, how fast after this movie comes out, do you guys think we see those articles of like kids, parents upset yeah. that they're like, well, we took our kids well, to watch strays. And that's the thing. Like, who is this meant for? Because if it's meant for adults and I don't know, like I I'm know. not going to spend money to go watch dogs talk. I'd rather yeah. wait for it to come out. Yeah. Yeah, but then dogs are like they're designed for kids, right? I get it. Like there's a bunch <laughs> of, like the, the type of dogs yeah. that are in the dog story. Yeah, 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 dog yes, movies. yes, yes. Well, yeah. no, this is not not this, dogs creatures. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. What are you, the, the, the rated R version. But yeah. I'm like, it didn't interest me. But I get it. You guys love laughing, Chris, Chris and happiness, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah, like you guys will just jump to everything that they yeah. make so it's jump like, jump like like a dog, like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> why are you hating on us man? i'm not hating i just yeah. know it i just so think I'm you just, guys like to laugh uh, <laughs> and you know me i hate laughing you know i hope it's good i hope it's good I'll like it, but it's again it's that movie on paper you're like okay this is not happening this, yeah but I, I i i hope it delivers i hope yeah. it i hope it's i'm a, sure we'll, it's we'll, a good boy. we'll go to a, a screening for it and we'll have a hoo-ha time and yeah. if we don't then we'll tell you to uh barks up two, two noses up two, two bitches in the air yeah two okay well that's yeah. uh dog the dog the dog, 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 dog. dog uh any other final thoughts you know on the summer movie season this this year how are we feeling this summer compared to last summer in terms of releases i'm, I'm feeling pretty good i mean there's at least three movies that i'm like whoa excited for you know you know if i look back at last year you had top gun you had nope um you had oh what was the other one Last summer, I'm, I'm that's what I was going to now. So, to going into August, sorry, going into June, oh, yeah, we had Top Gun, we had Lightyear, we had Jurassic Worlds, yeah, Marcel the Shell, Elvis, Thor, um, my goodness, where the crawdads sing, uh, nope, DC League, Super Pets, Bodies, 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 Prey, <laughs> where the crawdads sing, where the crawdads the gray, sing, the gray man, the gray man, body, yes, body, body, yes, pray. Yes, yes. It's a lot bigger and better. For yeah, a lot, sure. a lot bigger films this summer for sure. But I'm just, I'm a, I have like this worriness that it's not going to be a great. You have this worry. Well, I hope your worriness is wrong. I hope you're wrong. I just I feel like wrong. it's. I hope you're so wrong that you just never this, do this podcast. There's again. some great films there for sure. You had you have Spider Verse that's there. Yeah, this summer. Uh, yeah, this summer. And what was the other film that we watched recently that was? It's a big one, but it just didn't. Leave. Oh, uh, Ant, like even Ant Man and Quantumania. Quantumania. But that was in February, though. I know that, but I'm just looking at 2023's big films. Oh, they, they haven't been on track to really set in motion. This is going to be a good year for in 2023. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's, I what, you. I, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, but I mean, at. but we've luckily like we came off of March that had some really good movies in it, right? With Creed, with Scream, with like uh, Air. You know, then Blackberry, obviously, the Mario Brothers movie, Guardians, Little Mermaid. Like, we've had some good movies already this right. year, but I'm curious to see, right? Like, what is this summer going to be the start of, like, okay, 
this movie this year's been good so far but now we're getting to the like the all-timer list like the movies mm-hmm. that like i think of maverick obviously being that new benchmark for me where it's like is this going to be the movie that i'll just keep putting on you know what i mean because last sorry. last summer with top gun and for me even no those were movies that i remember yeah like i totally forgot about john wick and i like john wick but mm-hmm. i totally forgot about totally it forgot, yeah. i totally forgot about um um can't even remember it now <laughs> oh gosh what was the other movie i'll come back to guardians it. little mermaid uh guardians yes yeah even though i loved it i just totally forgot about it like yeah i felt like that happened 40 years ago yeah in my mind and i know a lot happens with us too so like time is weirder for us because we're always yeah. like on to the next thing but yeah it definitely it's definitely something do you guys know they're, they're doing like a, a bird box their sequel or yeah or it's remake? Set, set in a different country barcelona Spain? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it has the great name of Bird Box Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Remember B- we, BBB. Yeah. We were, we were talking about it. Um, That's such a, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. There's a lot of like streaming stuff coming out too. Obviously. I know that we, we, we don't talk about, we streaming. don't talk about streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys see that, that uh, interview that um, Quentin Tarantino was giving this oh, week? Who? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Uh, that he was talking about how like, Yes. People, he was like he threw shade at the rock because he's like no, yeah, that he movie threw shade at the uh, ryan reynolds no ryan and reynolds. but there's and also the rock as well the rock is one in oh, another one i don't one. think the shade was like i don't feel like the ryan reynolds was shade no i don't i, I don't just think it I don't was think just shade. I think it's just like a weird yeah. yeah but also like the video the video that i watched he specifically called out the rock oh like, okay. where, I, where I, he was just like yeah that movie on netflix with like the rock like like no, that doesn't stay like people don't talk about that people don't remember that you know what i mean that was my best quentin tarantino oh that was that was tarantino that was tarantino he was just here in the studio right though there are parts like there's a lot of right to his streaming shows and movies that don't become part of the conversation like films that would go to theater become right but even like if i look at netflix the first thing that comes to mind is stranger things right yeah like i don't think of their a year ago this week we were watching season four right yeah and part two i don't think of the movies that like gray man or the ryan reynolds film that came red notice uh no there was the other one where it's space he's like it goes back in time adam project adam project yeah big budgets huge movies you think they would leave a, a mark right but it's almost like we've we've given people too much you know they take people, people take much? the wrong lessons from it yeah. studios and everything take the wrong lessons and, from it, right? and movies are are kind of ha- movies and now with streaming everything is heading towards very similar to music where music is not memorable right like yeah. music comes out it's next just so week, accessible there's else there's and you so much about it. yeah but if you hear something from the 70s or 80s even the 90s that resonates forever it resonates forever yeah. because it was just in, like it wasn't accessible yeah. as much yeah. as it was i past. got you for sure people weren't just making music how they make music so there's these pros and cons to making or having access to we're, all these we're things. like an excess culture right now but we're right? almost canceling our culture at the what? same time really what do you mean because we have so many movies coming out uh-huh. nothing's leaving a mark on us yeah because yeah, it's, it's be just like, so much it's just because like, we're still getting the same amount of movies in theaters yeah plus the stuff streaming shows and streaming films and yeah, it's like, like it really we're constantly getting and and i hate the word the content mm. it's just so much and like I'll, I'll see it all the time like we're like they'll be just like what's your favorite piece of star wars content i'm like oh like don't make it sound like that that's so yeah, gross it, it, it almost sounds reductive right yeah, yeah. and like yeah. i was watching and and again like as much as i like the show i saw a scene from obi-wan this week that was on twitter where like um when Darth like Darth Vader was talking like like you didn't kill talking to Obi he's like you you didn't kill Anakin I did and I'm like man that's a great scene I totally forgot like like yeah. and like it's weird that it's like there's so much of these shows that just kind of come and so go and they can, they they take like they'll hold your attention when you're watching it but it's like when you're done it's like 
And you're on, you're waiting to the next thing, and yeah, it's just how it's we are. Our now, fault. Right? That's it why is I, I kind of yeah. called it canceling, yeah, yeah. canceling the, because we want so much mm-hmm. because we have nothing good or nothing amazing happening with our lives where we have to watch all these yeah. things. Like we, when we would watch summer blockbusters in the '90s, those were like huge events. Yeah. But I wasn't watching one every week. Yeah. You know, like because we're getting it constantly now, right? Now and get, on this we're getting those scales in on, shows I'll, and TV. I get it too. on my phone. I can watch it on yeah. something on YouTube that goes to Twitter, to Instagram, to TikTok, and I'm so inundated with content yeah. that nothing resonates yeah. and nothing leaves a mark. And there's and again, this is a bigger conversation for another show, yeah. but it's like there's there's also an argument you had that like we consume so much and and too much we're like we're even consuming things that aren't meant for our tar- target audiences now where yeah. it's like where we're seeing things where it's like the little mermaid for example like like and anthony even said in our review it's like this this isn't targeted for us no as much i i've seen it again in theaters it's a really well-made movie and i really liked it but it's so true though it's like you have people talking about uh, on social media and on youtube and especially like the the really like toxic channels where they're just like bashing this movie <sighs> and it's like you're a 40 something year old man yeah. talking about uh, the little mermaid yeah. like yeah. why though like why are, why are you spending your time talking about this where this movie is not meant for you yeah you know what i mean it's it's just really interesting that we're in that time it's so easy to hate you know easy, it's hate, too hating, easy to hate. hating is so easy that it's and just sharing like, your hate and right? sharing your hate because everyone's got a voice now and share it share your but it's hate it's almost like selfishness in a sense because absolutely it's like, and i know we were we were we weren't favorable of fast x but there's right. there's a lot of things that are happening fast x that just don't make sense but yeah we were also <laughs> we, were, we were we were critical about it but i also don't think like i mean i know i got a little mean about it but i still think that compared to the rest of the world when they get mean about something yeah it's, it's like it's meant to be good yeah no, but it didn't and we also have our kind of caricatures that we go into when we're yeah because i'm not this person when you're, when you're 40 <laughs> years old and at this point you might be 40 because if you watched the little mermaid in 1989 it makes more sense that, yeah and i grew up with the little mermaid and this is how i experienced it and like you need but to sure you need to let you need to let that reality go, go yeah because or embrace that, that like Time, I like times move on fandom yeah but i also don't understand obsessive fandom no. yeah where no. it's almost or toxic like fandom and toxic fandom where you just it almost it personally affects you yeah so what a hill to die on like, you know what a hill to die on the mermaid hill i'll be yeah. off, like when i went to go they're, they're dying themselves because <laughs> that's out of the water that's yeah. uh i feel like there's a don't, don't die, die on the mermaid hill yeah, that, that's don't I'm, die I'm, on the mermaid I'm hill. That down don't, that's that's the next one she's on a hill at one point but but listen but you know what made me when i went to go see the film again i saw it opening night and there were so many like little girls who were going to watch a film dressed as Ariel. Yeah, and I'm like, this is amazing. Well, like, we, we even saw it at at the red carpet. At the red carpet. You know? Yeah. And it was that it's feeling. So, it's, like, it's so heartwarming. I'm like, they're so excited for this movie. Like, let them be excited. When you're 40 dressing up and nothing against cosplay people, but you have to let the little kids be little kids. Yeah. Because when you get to a certain age, you kind of grow up. You have to. Like, that's just You have life. to like, let kids get, be excited about let it. Let the kids experience it because you know when you were when you were five there was no one saying well this is not what it was yeah, 20 yeah. Years because this is not what the book was like never, yeah we didn't have that right yeah so now that we do and everything's connected let these kids experience movie yeah. let them have fun let them let them grow up and look at a film that are like yeah that movie's probably not great now but when i was a kid i love that yeah and we have that let we them have, that have lot, that. Yeah. let them have it yeah or you were going to say something oh i was just say i was looking at the you know i was looking at their youtube analytics and people were giving our mermaid you know review review thumbs down and i just I'm like it's such a good review it's a yeah, positive it's a great review, review. Yeah. the movie is not a bad film it's a great film we it's a great me, time like 
I'm never going to watch The Little Mermaid again. But mm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it kind of made me feel like a kid again. But I'm never going to go back to it. Sure. Maybe I'll, if I had kids, I'll let them watch it. Yeah. You could compare the two. But I'm never going to hold this this grudge of this is not what it, <laughs> I felt like watching it as yeah. a cartoon to now. It's ridiculous. Like, but it's even like, you know, we look at like Fast X, for example. Like, even though we weren't like huge on it, we're not going to be like tearing people down for liking it or no. making them not want to watch it. It's just no. like, this is an opinion that we had. Yeah. You go watch it or don't go watch it. Who cares? That's you make your own opinions and opinions just with fast x there's a lot of like you you don't get how it got to that point yeah. so even as a fan yeah there's there's, curious, there's 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 uh, there's genuine criticism there 100 percent. Yeah. right like yeah. you could say okay if they showed toretto taking serum and he became fucking superhuman <laughs> then it would make more sense yeah. yeah but there's nothing showing the evolution of how he started as where he started yeah. and how he got to where he got yeah it's a whole it's different just, franchise it's now. just now yeah. a totally different franchise and also um like we were getting like such stupid comments about mermaid being like well did disney pay you for this like do you think disney's gonna pay people for this like are you dumb yeah also like we are uh, a big show that we will watch things and give reviews like we won't we don't care what, yeah. what 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 expectations are in a movie or not. You know what I mean? Like we'll go into. We gave Shazam a favorable review this yeah. year. Yeah, Warner Brothers didn't pay us for that. No, we watched the movie with our eyeballs yeah. and our ears oh, and, and our senses. Yeah, I use my eyeballs personally. Mm. Um, but it's like, but like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we like we don't we're not beholden to anybody. We are the movie podcast. We'll have different opinions. We'll have reviews on even on the fast review. Like there are moments where I was speaking more positively to anyone than than YouTube. But like it doesn't matter because no. it's like we're here to have a conversation about yeah. it and but i i'm we're also not blind to what makes the movie good or what makes the movie bad yeah. you know what i mean like there's but but anthony is right like there were parts where it's like when fast x specifically or fast 10 specifically where it's like this doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter but you know what i mean like yeah, that's, yeah. that's go go listen to that review that was it's a, fun, a, it's review. a fun review you, you you will know when we get paid because we'll be uh stunting on everyone yeah <laughs> we will hold on one second my rolex is just yeah uh, it's making the rolex, you guys don't mind the sound right yeah. you don't mind both the sound wrists yeah. and on my neck i wear one upside down as well the big yeah. clock one yeah. i love it uh but let's continue on you know we have a great show laid out for you today because like i said already this is the movie podcast Wait, this is, we're, this we're is the movie the podcast intro? no no we're just finishing the intro uh, i just want to make sure that you can follow us on all social media you platforms can't? you can oh i heard you say can no no no, no. Get the negativity out of you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, dude, why do yeah. you not want you to follow us? You can at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Uh, we have a really fun week ahead mm. on the movie podcast because it is Spider-Verse week. Spider-Verse. <laughs> Later this week on the movie podcast, you will be able to hear our spoiler-free review of spider-man across the spider-verse spoiler alert though we loved it Ooh. and you will be able to hear our review very very soon and then later this week we will have some special guests joining us on the show including <gasps> the directors of the film and <gasps> the stars oh my god including Haley steinfeld oh my god and shameek moore <sighs> so we have some really cool guests joining us this week maybe we'll have more maybe, maybe we won't. we'll have more we we'll never keep, know we like to keep it secret where do you what do you guys predict where now the rotten tomato score is going to be i know that's like a whatever it's like a stupid thing to think For about across the spider-verse yeah. i think it's going to debut with 100 percent. yeah and i think it's going to finish with a 92 percent. okay yeah anthony um f start and finish yeah. you want those numbers sure um i think it'll debut with a 98 okay because i'm not gonna say 100 because daniel already chose 100. you can still choose no. that's fine i will go okay so the debut with a 20 yeah, yeah. no <laughs> um and it will end at a 97 percent oh yeah I only one percent be a high one i can so see i think one. i think it'll debut at 100 but end at 98 
Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. okay. Even 99 is possible, I think. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. And I hope it does it because yeah. I don't like your 92 though. I'll be honest. It was so negative. Yeah. What, yeah like, sorry. I'm sorry. Negative yeah. two. That's yeah. one bad 92. review. <laughs> like, like to an Asian parent, that's a fail. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like also like it's one bad review. So it's like, and it's from the outlet. Like I hate Spider-Man. <laughs> Why are they yeah. credited yeah. Rotten Tomatoes? It's from fuckspiderman.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is that a website? Yeah. I, uh, it means something don't else go, though. Don't go there though. Don't go there. Don't go there. I'm, but they're like parents concerned. Can you check and let me know? I'm checking right now. Hold on. Why is it in 3D? <laughs> Why did my phone get bigger? Uh, we also have an interview coming out this week with Sophie Thatcher. She got to talk to her uh, for The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Boogeyman. So you'll be able to hear our thoughts on the film and our interview later this week on that. Yeah. It could be tomorrow. You know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay it was, tuned. It was, it was a lot of fun. She was, she was really cool to talk to. That's awesome. Any uh, any highlights, any teases that you want to get out there for the audience? <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you know anything about the Boogeyman film that's coming out, Sophie Thatcher and also um, her, her co-host, Vanessa or Vanessa Victoria? Why am I blanking now? For uh her her co star. Oh, her in, in the boogeyman. Vanessa Byler. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Um I, I feel horrible miss saying her name, but uh She's her, listening right now. She's listening she's right now. Trying. I will never be on Lyra the Blair. That's it. Vivian Lyra. I'm like yeah. Vanessa Byler. Young uh, Leia. Vivian, oh, young Leia. Yes, Vivian Lyra Bush, who also liked our picture, by the way. Thank you for liking this the picture. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, follow and subscribe. Uh, follow and subscribe. Yeah. Um I, we talked about how they both were in star wars projects roughly around the same time mm-hmm, and i mm-hmm. think that was a really cool conversation also for people like us i'm not anthony because anthony's been a horror fan since you know he's been what fan a horror fan oh got you, got you. Okay. a horror fan horror fan uh you've been a horror fan since you were, you came out of the womb screaming i think pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't come Sorry. out of the room womb screaming no you didn't I was choking. Out. I was on. Oh, oh I God. was choking on my umbilical cord. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> like, save my life! Get me out of here, please! I don't want to be in this world. Yeah. He can speak. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we talked about you know how someone can just watch horror movies and be okay with it. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you, you were know? talking about umbilical cords for some reason. No, I was so preoccupied with <laughs> You know what? Our conversation could have gone there. I think I if feel I was like given three more minutes with I Sophie, like we would have gotten umbilical cords. Uh, later on in this episode, we're actually joined by spe- some special guests too. Really? Yeah, we are. And I'm really excited about this one because there's this great show out on Narcity's YouTube channel Narcity. called The Drop. The Drop. And Narcity, obviously, if you're from the Toronto area, if you're in Ontario... You follow them because you want to know what's going on in the city. What they're they're fantastic at that. Uh, but in something that we we haven't really covered here on the show before is like our web series. No, and I think what's really cool about the guests that we have on the show today is that they created a show that I think is so influential in the sense of like taking place in Toronto and showing the culture of the world that we're kind of in right now the show's called the drop it's four episodes they're about 15 minutes each go watch it go support it because the two wonderful ladies joining us on the show today are are, are joy they're fantastic i'm so glad that we got to make this happen aisha avelina and danny pagliarello are yeah. joining us on the movie podcast today we had about a 30 minute conversation with them where we just kind of went everywhere it's 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 a it's a really fun conversation because it's not our usual structure. Yeah, you know, we just kind of had a had a blast just kind of talking to them. We did, yeah. So I want I want to let you it's know it's rated R. It's rated R for sure. Yeah. So that's going to be later on this episode. If you are listening to this right now, you'll be able to keep listening to this episode. For those watching on YouTube right now or listening on YouTube, we will break that out as its own separate video. So make sure you go support that. Go watch that specific interview so you could give them all the love that they deserve because i think they're going to go on to do some really really cool things 100%. down the road now it may be a record I, I don't know if it is a record for longs it's taken for us to get to the news <laughs> but let's get to the news 
Not a lot of news this week. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. That's why it's taking us so long to get here. <laughs> but we did have something come out this week, which was the PlayStation Showcase. PlayStation Boo. Showcase. Oh, no. No, it's... it's uh, there's a lot to take from it. There was a lot of good announcements and there was a lot of good announcements. There's, That's a, lot of, a, there's a lot of expectations, I guess, that maybe just weren't met. And that's kind of where we, you know, get the anger from. And that's, and that's no anger. It's just boo. Boo. <laughs> so, and this, and this is the thing, you know, after two years, we've been waiting for a PlayStation to really kind of show us what's coming next, what all their studios are doing. Now, there's a lot of rumors where it's like, yeah, this actually was the showcase that was supposed to take place last year and th- they're holding back. And then we heard the story that came out with Naughty Dog later on with factions being kind of reevaluated was the words um but i did want to ask you guys i'm looking at an article from our friends over at console creatures of everything announced at the showcase this year um i wanted to let you i wanted to ask you guys what were some of your takeaways from it obviously we will talk about spider-man because that's going to be a bit later we'll talk about that after but leading up to it just give me your overall thoughts on the showcase what worked what didn't work and what stood out for you anthony i would love for you to start us off um, so I get hyped because you guys like put the hype out there. <laughs> hey, 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 don't blame I don't, us. I don't know when these showcase happens. So Daniel's like, you're going to watch it, right? You're going to watch it. It's going to be great. It's going to be GTA so 6 is going to be announced. <laughs> first thing, GTA it's like being shot by a thousand bullets. So I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, let's watch it. I, I, I like it has been, it my talking to somebody has been described yes, as that. Yeah. Someone says that. But yeah. Yeah. It's like, write that down. Yeah. 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 It's like talking to Daniel's like, Daniel's shot words, by a thousand bullets. Daniel's words on poison their bullets. So we're all excited for it. I'm like, okay, cool. Don't die on the mermaid hill still uh, making me laugh too. <laughs> oh it was good truthfully i fell asleep twice watching oh no i did say that i said i i fell asleep twice watching this um this uh showcase because it just really didn't connect with me and the first time i woke up was this this you know the songs of metal gear and i'm like yeah. oh wow are we getting it we're are finally we getting, getting it? it and i was just so groggy i couldn't even understand because i i remember i i was in and out of sleep and i remember this python being like being uh eaten by a alligator i'm like what the hell is happening here what what what, what game is this yeah and then all of a sudden you see freaking snake come out of the woods and it's like the the music chimes in it's like metal gear th- snake three, eater one of the better best metal gears <laughs> yeah of, of the series it's like metal gear delta i think they're calling it snake eater snake eater yeah. so it takes place this this is the actual rich origin story of snake and how there's bought big boss and boss and all and how he kind of became this iconic character um really excited i know it's been talked about uh, many times you know when is this remake coming out when is this remake coming out finally we see it really dope and then you know i fell back asleep <laughs> and then kick into spider-man which we're going to talk about yeah. i think the only other game before i fell asleep was the phantom blade phantom blade zero oh, yeah. phantom blade like, zero and i remember messaging you guys i'm like this is what jedi you know survivor, survivor. should be like should yeah. feel like when you're using some sort of blade and combat system yeah um other than that like very disconnected lackluster, lackluster. a lot of like independent games that it is yeah and a lot of a lot and, of games that are going to be a multi-plat which nothing's nothing's wrong with that but it's also like you you want to we know how strong playstation's first party lineup is and yeah. i think that's what took like what took us away from it and yeah. it, it really is a disservice to what was shown because there was a lot of good games that there were was shown. like a foam game yeah the, there was like splatoon like, but with foam game yeah I, like splatoon is splatoon don't like 
I don't try and copy it. Don't but yeah, try to copy there's, it. there was a lot of good stuff. And I look at things like the Plucky Squire, which we knew about already. Ghost Runner 2, which is a fan. Ghost Runner, the first game, is like a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom Blade Zero, which really like uh, Sword in the Sea, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, which team looks of, great. Team of the Journey. The journey, all of that. Pathless. And it's like, uh, there's a lot of great announcements. Uh, Teardown looked really cool, But nothing too. like that year where it was like Wolverine, Spider-Man. No, and, and that it, was it just, and, and that was almost two years ago. Time? Yeah, it ended with Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like really exciting oh this is what to look forward to because at this point i feel like we still haven't received our next gen game yet like there's the next generation yeah. of for the playstation 5 designed for the playstation 5 i know ratchet clank is i think spider-man them. 2 will be that and spider-man 2 but like there's, there's but even nothing, then it's like it's so much of it's now. based on sure. like the yeah. what the, the before and, 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 and what's also kind of disappointing is that we're we're really only seeing up until the end of this year. There's only like one or two games they announced that are 2024 mm-hmm. uh, that are from their first party studios. There was that Crimson game or that yeah. spaceship game. And then you also got Bungie's new game that's coming out as well. Marathon. Marathon. So yeah, sure. Those are cool. But like, again, you're kind of supposed to be showing us what is it. Show us the big guns console. too. You know, like yeah. I, I, and I was hoping for that moment where we got in previous showcases where you know he'd come out and be like you know the next games are all going to be ps5 exclusive yeah and jim ryan would come out and say that yeah um so we didn't really get that and, uh, and again this was i think a solid showcase yeah. but is this this is a this was a really good state of play yeah a really good state this of play. is a good state of play but like when you think of a playstation showcase i think there's a different pedigree to that and i wish that sony came with a or playstation came with a a slate of games for the future or was even almost like a check-in saying, yeah. okay, what's gorilla up to? Yeah. What's sucker punch up to? What else is insomniac insomniac up to? What else <laughs> is naughty dog up to? Maybe, like, you know, there's a lot. They're not up to a lot and that's why they, well, I think they are just, they don't want to reveal it yet. You know, with the whole thing with, you know, naughty dog releasing their statement. I just feel like maybe they just don't have anything to show yet. Yeah. yeah that's, that's exactly it. Right. There's even, even the game by Haven that they opened the show with, you yeah. know, the paid day. No, yeah. What's it called? Not paid day. Yeah. No. But it was like a heist type of yeah. game. Yeah. Smart money or whatever it's called. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Which again is, we didn't really see the gameplay of that game, but it's like another games as a service kind of game that they're trying to yeah. push yeah. forward. So it's interesting. Um, uh, fair games. Fair games. Fair that's games. It. And yeah. This is this this. It felt like okay. Well, if no E3 is happening this year, which E3 is always going to be like the whenever I think of E3, yeah. it's the biggest announcements, yeah. right? So if, if you're not doing E3, this is going to be your biggest announcements. Not really big. Yeah, no. and it didn't really leave an impact on what PS5 looks like in the next coming years. Yeah, even if you have like demo or storylines that are you're going to showcase in the next three years, give it to yeah. give me something because you know, we've paid for the system. Yeah. Uh, and there's we rumors want that they held back to invest. We want yeah. the games. What where are the games that you're investing into PS5? Yes. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing, right? So we know Summer Games Fest is coming. We know there's going to be more announcements there, but with the PlayStation Showcase, I guess setting the tone for what's to come. I really do hope that PlayStation has another showcase for September again, where they can Absolutely. be like, yeah, like here's some more stuff that's about a little bit further and beyond because i think they're going to be they, they they're going to see the reactions of the showcase right mm-hmm. and again and i don't think it's overwhelmingly negative but i do think that people going into this were like looking at it almost like again i hate using the sports analogies for it because we can't be looking at these things as sports you can't look at movies and games of sports like that but it's like you have xbox who's literally been on the ropes right now with everything going on with redfall and their exclusives and all of that 
and then Sony had an opportunity to really show up and be like, this is why we're the best system in the world, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they just kind of just like came out and waved. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Instead yeah. of like not hey guys. attacking or not, a, they don't need to attack. They, attack. they just need to like show up. But it shows arrogance as well. You know, right? like they like sent a video message. Of... Like, hey guys, sorry, I can't be there. But yeah. so, no, like show, like, like show, show up. Get, like, I think, I think the showcase would have at least been, uh, more resonate with more people if they had one big like holy shit announcement from Sony that was an exclusive because yeah. I think Snake Eater got a big pop yeah obviously when because that when that annou was announced Spider Man has been great but also but they should have opened with Spider Man I think they should uh, I think they should have opened with Spider Man and then immediately gone to Gran Turismo or just not even shown Gran Turismo because like to have Gran Turismo take up time towards the end of the conference i remember when that trailer started i'm like god really like seven or eight minutes left. yeah like, what, why are we showing why this now movie trailer like now? you should at least you should i i i don't think there's spider-man should have opened the show yeah spider-man opens the show follow that with gran turismo because it's a trailer people have seen yeah people could be still reeling from spider-man knowing that it's a good sony's it, almost it's like a good buffer you know it's a buffer between yeah. the next thing yeah. right and i think a lot of this showcase could have been better if it was trimmed down maybe yeah. rearrange some things because it just as it kept going on it turned into we're just waiting for spider-man now yeah and it's taking too long to get this and there was a point even where and i know that sounds crazy where i was like are they even going to show Spider-Man? Yeah. Like I like that thought shouldn't have crossed my mind. Does Spider-Man and I'm curious. I just need a yes or no from both of you. Does it get delayed? No. No, I don't think so. I think okay. Insomniac is rock solid. Okay. I'm 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 hoping you guys are right. I'm going to also say it does not get delayed. Okay. But it also is getting a reaction online where people are excited for it, but there's also a lot of negativity towards as it as always well too. there is. And I mean, like you've been seeing the memes, you know. So I'm just curious. I'm curious if they ever want to slide that out. But if they do slide that out, then there's a huge hole in the the Sony release for this year, it's right? The hierarchy of yeah. game. Um, I wasn't like if we were to talk about Spider-Man. I wasn't like super hyped with what I saw. Right. Um, it just felt like very similar to what we've experienced with the other Spider-Man games. I didn't feel like it was like an evolution yet, but maybe that's just because we only got certain gameplay. Sure. But I was even talking to Daniel, like, you know, Venom is great and we get to see Venom, you know, or Peter this, Parker yeah. as Venom. And or like oh, the, the the black symbiote suit, right? yeah. symbiote suit, and he's you know, battling it out with these dudes in this house. I'm like, why isn't, why didn't they design it so like the environment is also destructible? Like he's venom. He's he's a ruthless guy. When he picks up that dude from a distance with the webs, that's, he should have threw him through the house. That's, and then the house should have kind of like yeah. you know like Exploded. he went right through yeah. the the door. That like, that, that sequence like that should have been part of one hundred percent evolution and, of and, this world. Or even like even if the house didn't break, I'm not. I I didn't like that the web throw like that. It looked so similar to the first game. And I'm like, whoa, he's supposed to be stronger. Where like when he kind of pulls him one way, and he just the guy just kind of stumbles. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like you kind of it's like it almost reminded me again. It's not to the same level. I'm just making the comparison. When they showed the grapple hook in Halo Infinite, yeah. It was like, oh, I thought that would have been a bigger moment. Where yeah. it's just like it just and then he threw them. And then he did the kick on the house where he'd like destroy the guy's legs. So I'm like, that okay, was cool, but also, amazing. also when we got like the swing, like the the swing pull, like the 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 slingshot, yeah, the slingshot we got, and also the the web wings, like those are cool. Yeah, Th those are the things that made me go, okay, this is an evolution. But you're yeah. right, the destructible environments that that immersion into being a destroyer wasn't there. Yeah, and and I think too, like again on the stream, it looks so much better in the 4K. 60 oh my god, so good. Where like it's not dropping anything, but like I think. I almost think that like that was a wrong sequence to show. Yeah, because yeah. especially it also reminded me a lot of the Uncharted Four 
um, sequence where they're chasing um, uh, through the yeah through the city no through the city and, 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 and then oh, the, yeah, the hangs onto the train yeah and they hang on to and it's like a very similar looking very similar yeah sequence right so I'm like I think there was maybe like a better sequence they could have shown or um and again there was a little bit of a fake out at the beginning it's like oh is this is this guy with this half shaped head is he Craven yeah and then the real Craven shows up behind him which has a great design um but yeah I think I feel like showing Venom would have been really cool I think they should have focused on him you know rather than Craven like I think they should have led up to how and I know we they show that in the the first trailer, but really like get into the Venom and Spider Man beating for the first time, and yeah. maybe like cut it right when that symbiote's about to touch Peter. Yeah, like almost like an ET moment. Yeah, because it, where it, it's like, oh shit! Now I know I'm going to be Venom rather than I'm Venom. Yeah, you know <laughs> I'm, I'm, Venom, I'm yeah. going to be Venom. Yeah, which his suit looks dope. Like I I really like the designs. Kind of like very moist yeah <laughs> he, he looks, he yeah looks it looks moisty. like a living organism right yes. yeah moisty. and 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 there's rumors too that every suit in the game is going to have like a symbiote like um, touch to it like a symbiote like variation Variants, to yeah. it which would be awesome and again we don't know again that's based on a rumor so i'm not going to be upset if it doesn't happen but um yeah there's uh, like spider-man i it's one of those things i'm like i just want it i just want to play yeah. it i'm ready for it yeah um but that trailer didn't make me any more excited for yeah. it some moments did yeah but like it didn't leave me in a spot where it's just like there's some nice awe and gas yeah but it never was like this is exactly what anthony said this is the next evolution yeah and and i think there there could have been a better way of holding maybe, back you know they're holding back, they're holding back. And, I, I I, and obviously i don't think craven's going to be the main villain no. of the game i think venom's going to be the main villain of the game maybe in, even introduce green goblin because like yeah when you look at like the first spider-man like mr negative wasn't the main villain of the game no. but he was the one in all the marketing acto you know it was uh aki Mm-hmm. Dakiyaki. But uh yeah, any other final thoughts on the PlayStation showcase before we kind of wrap up? Again, there was a lot of cool stuff in it, yeah. but I think when when we're so used to the showcase blowing our minds when you use that 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 title of the showcase, yeah. you really want to be blown away. This is again a great state of play. Also, yeah. they showed like new hardware that's coming out for the PlayStation. Oh yeah. 5. Oh, the, the the queue. The queue and it's just like why would you not show that? Like yeah. you, you've already pre-rendered this sequence yeah. of showing head like this handheld system as well as the, the, the AirPods, AirPods yeah. and you not talk about it. So like, yeah. oh, even if it's in development, at least you have something rendered. Tell us more. Tell us more. Yeah. What does this do? Or like go head over to the PlayStation blog to see a, a, yeah. an, an, an in-depth thing Nothing. on it. Because like no. wait so, till the next one. What? Like you, oh, you just dropped a new piece of hardware on yeah. us. Like, right. like, let us know. Like, like what's, us, what's what the fuck's that all about? You know, and I and again, like, I, I, I'm, I'm curious about it because I would love to. Like, I loved like the Vita we technology. Re- we love remote play. You know, we love sorry, remote. Are you talking about VR? No, Vita. Oh, Vita. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Remote yeah. play. Like we love remote play. Like, and 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 I literally bought a controller the other day, like a thing for my phone to go on my controller but it just didn't feel right because it's yeah. just too top heavy but so like and i but my switch is like amazing yeah i'm like i would love a switch but for my playstation stuff but the fact that it's only going to be doing remote play yeah. we know that officially apparently it's- that's what they said it's it's only for remote play but again give us more details so we can know because like why does my ps5 have to be on to play somewhere else again mm-hmm. in my house i get it but if like i'm on wi-fi somewhere else in the world like yeah. it'd be cool if it just worked through cloud or even if there I could, are cloud games that PlayStation has you know so we'll see yeah it looked cool like i was thinking i i even speculate because i i don't know it's like oh this very very similar to a switch where i i see like the 
the the screen detaching from the controller and the controller kind of like merging together to then right. be as like a, a regular I, I don't even think it will do that to be honest with you I don't think why it will. not like just USB-C just like because I, I don't think they'll want separate I feel like the controllers that's make so them much, off that's so I know I know like you're just we gotta have wide shoulders to hold that <laughs> you know you gotta have broad shoulders <laughs> like yeah. yeah it's interesting but yeah it's think like, about it it's like, like that, would cool. that would have been a great moment that, that would have been great to be like yeah it's like literally just a switch OLED with the big kickstand at yeah. the back it's a great device um, it would have been a great moment to be like yeah like let, go to the PlayStation blog to learn more about it and that there's not I'm like oh we're still using all the images I'm seeing of it are the ones from the showcase I'm like, yeah. Okay. yeah I would love yeah. to see more what this thing looks like but yeah let's move on Cans just finished up this was a I feel like can, 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 can you believe last, it can, can. can you believe it does Cans last like how long how many it's weeks week. is Cans is it, it's a week. Week. it feels so week. long yeah, it does feel long it feels I think so it's long. because there's a lot it's like the start of the film festival yeah you have big movies happening movies that are not happening until like October November mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's like, and it's the most prestigious because it's not like it takes two weeks, two weeks, two, two weeks, weeks, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, we've been there's I no way it was a week, but yeah, yeah. Um, so long ago. But yeah. yeah, it's also the south of France. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's ritzy. It has the whole the palm de or yes. you know. And um, I feel like more and more every year, bigger and bigger films are premiering there. Up. Yeah, like Fast Nine premiered at Cannes. Yeah, you know, this, this year had a lot. Killers of the Flower Moon. We had Indiana Jones. Jones. We had Elemental. Yeah. Asteroid um, City. Asteroid City. Yeah. yeah. So we we had some really large films that were premiering there, which is which is interesting to see. And it sets in motion. And we were talking about this when I, we were doing our summer movie preview. Um, what to expect from these films, especially like Indiana Jones not doing well with the people there, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> even like the, the 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 praise that it did get, it wasn't great at all like it didn't leave they didn't the the impact that they a lot of people expected this indiana jones to leave did not yeah so it's, uh, you're, you're curious because then you have that going into it yeah so maybe that will work to our benefit so if we're not but, expecting much we'll come out like oh that was actually really fun yeah you know and then elemental as well as uh Astro city also not being praised even though a lot of these things a lot of these movies have been yeah. getting you know well, actually cities like i've been seeing a lot of positivity towards it but uh, like and it has like 82 percent right now in ron tomatoes out of how many reviews right now? Oh, oh, it doesn't say. Um, I, I, it should say, yeah. Let me double check for you. But yeah, I, I like, check, it just, again, like, I don't know. That's why I was a little worried about what we're getting into in the next coming months and yeah. the end of the year. Um, I'm just glad Barbie or, and Oppenheimer weren't there. Yeah. You know, like, I want. I think they're just still in process yeah. of making, like, finishing them. Finishing yeah. It. And I also think they know, I think both of those films are going to do really well at the box office. So, but 38 reviews. 38 reviews. Oh, that's good amount. Yeah. yeah. Curious. So, yeah but yeah um Elem- elemental was came out yesterday at cans yeah yeah and, and was it closing the show closing the show. yeah which i mean right now it's only at seven reviews so it's hard to say but it, it's in the 50s okay and the director peter Sohn, yeah peter Sohn, who we we spoke to we'll have an interview yeah. with him yeah he had like his standing ovation and he was able to talk about the whole story and mm-hmm. like yeah. the immigrant story that it really is yeah. behind it all and really from cool what we've for seen because he's a really nice dude like super from what nice i've seen in that interview he's such a nice yeah, very person. nice guy yeah um the idol came out during cans as well oh yeah uh, yeah good one i think it's the lowest rated hbo original ever right yeah. now yeah and i'm like this is it just felt funny that it they they took a series like this, gave two episodes at Cannes. I felt I like feel, it was they just, knew. I they knew. I feel like they wanted the negative press because there's more. There's more yeah. press when there's negative when it's negative yeah. than positive, right? And I, I, like again, like after reading that article in THR, if you 
just look it up type in euphoria thr there's a huge article about uh barry levinson sam sam levinson yeah as his father's barry sure yeah i don't know his father you've seen it well his father's done a bunch of that's stuff. his daddy yeah uh, daddy levinson eh daddy levinson so sam jan levinson gould just uh yeah he has like a unique tone to his uh series and yeah. what he makes very i get that over the top sexualized yeah stuff. so this one's very yeah in that realm and i feel like they they did that they premiered it there knowing that it's not going to get great buzz uh because that negativity people are now going to be like okay how bad could it be yeah let me tune in and watch it the weekend's in it you know like i want to watch it so the, the weekend's approach to it is not always like comes off as very very petty the, like the weekend himself yeah yeah 100 i don't understand why like i like if someone doesn't like your movie for sure but like when you go into the petty realm of like what do you wh- who are you to even question me i'm i'm i'm, I'm the, the weekend, weekend right yeah like but i'm he's not the weekend anymore though he's now just his able able yeah able to test testify yeah testify um i hate yeah. like like, I uh, hate his like, name, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like it's just like, like it's so pretentious. Like, like, again, like like you're literally wearing like a childish Gambino shirt right now. Oh yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm not Gambino anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you are though. You man. are like, like that's that's that was your name. You're like, not Prince. Tell me who I am. You know what I mean? It's like you're I not am. Prince, man. Yeah. No one's Prince. Um, He's not even Prince anymore. No. So yeah, there's there's a lot of good <laughs> things that came. I think Killers of the Flower Moon, which is coming out in October November time period big hit like big hit big people hit. said they people loved it you loved know it. it didn't win the palm d'or i think another like an international another neon film. film did yeah, yeah. um four years in a row for neon good for them yeah amazing for them um but yeah scorsese did his job he was able to tell his story yeah biggest budget ever for such a small not small but like for a story that doesn't need the the, that budget. That, a, that budget. a film that you would wouldn't assume have a budget like yeah. that right yeah it's interesting did you guys see the quote that scorsese came out with that kind of made me a very like melancholy reading mm-hmm. who was just like you know like there's so many st- he's like i feel like i'm just starting to really like get how to make movies basically and he's <laughs> like i wish i had more time to tell the stories that i want to tell oh. when you contrast that with tarantino yes where he's just like no i'm done making fil- films after the go, critic, out, I'm go, done. go out on the top yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it's and, and he's not going out on top no because and it's just one of those things where it's like it feels like scorsese is that director who's willing to take risks yeah and he does because you see all the movies that he's made and you see tarantino who feels like he's scared to fail you know what i mean so it's it's, it's an interesting juxtaposition uh between both of them wait Scorsese, yeah, Scorsese, yeah, sorry. Scor- Scorsese's they like... Have, I, they both have Italian last names, so I yeah. got confused. Right? Like, Scorsese's just like, I want. I wish I had more time to tell my to tell all the stories yeah. that I want to tell, and Tarantino's just like, I'm done making films. But does that... does Could it be just because he knows he's coming to the... And I know it sounds sad, but, like, he's coming to the end of his life where it's like, I can't do many movies anymore, and I... Scorsese? Yes, and he's yes. like, there's like... Yes, it is. I wish I could tell yeah. all these stories, and That's I'm, th- I'm afraid of dying, and yeah, I don't want to die. Yeah, and it's like, like, I, I, he's like, he's scared, like, t- Scorsese is sad. He's telling us that, like, I'm sad because there's all these stories that I want to tell, but I'm looking at my clock right now. Yeah. Ooh, Scorsese's... Is he 80 yet? Scorsese? Yeah. I'll take a look. And he's like, I, I have all these movies that I want to tell. I mean, look at Clint Eastwood, right? Yeah. He's still directing and doing a thing in the 90s, which is fucking wild to think that he's disguised in his 90s directing. 100. He's almost 100. He's almost he's, 100. He's literally 80. Scorsese. He's yeah. literally 80. And then can we just get Clint Eastwood's age too to confirm? Clint Eastwood. But it's like you have 
like you have Scorsese who like wants to tell stories and Tarantino is just like, no, I'm done. You know, different mindset. Different yeah. Like, 92. 92. Yeah. yeah. And this guy's like, yeah, I'm, this is my last film coming up. Like, uh, I think it's just different mindset. I think it's yeah. different. I think. So yeah, we can call Tar- Tarantino's a coward. He doesn't want to continue on. He's no, scared. I think Tarantino <laughs> made the movies he wanted to make. Yeah. Where Scorsese. You ta- he, oh, you don't think Scorsese did? He did. But I think during that time period, it took a lot longer to make films where mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, how productions evolved and it's much faster to build a film. But I feel like Scorsese makes it even longer. So let's make it. Could be, yeah. Films. But I feel like Scorsese also pumped out so many movies who were like in his 50 year career right where like it was almost like every other year he would have a movie at least in the 70s or 80s right i just think it's crazy to just to say like i'm done making movies like just be like oh i don't know if i'll make a movie again like just but he's been building it up since the door open he's been building it up since what like django yeah whereas like when i hit 10 films i'm done it's like okay relax dude dude. i was saying with scorsese maybe he didn't feel like he had the the control that now a lot of like you know directors have where like he's realizing the money that apple's going to give him to make movies but like with tarantino he started different he started in the 90s and it just he kind of revolutionized the director vibe of i can control what i want to put on the screen and still make you know huge critical hits yeah i got you felt maybe at that time i have to keep making movies to for people to understand my vision right and now that he's gotten to the point where oh i'm actually i can control a lot i can request 200 million dollar budgets and yeah. do this and do that i could do all the things i wanted to do yeah. rather than what the studio wanted of course his last movies will be a marvel movie man he's gonna come in and just do one marvel movie yeah. and then dip could you imagine it's uh, captain america when he's in his 90s <laughs> <laughs> could <laughs> you movie? could you imagine though like if they if if he ever came in you know like, Scors- that would be like the wildest like turn of events i think with the wolf of wall street and yeah. how funny it was and how different it felt and just the vibe it gave it, it, this is coming from like a 70 year old man that's i think he could he could yeah make a marvel film i don't i just don't think he wants to i don't yeah. think that's his i don't think that's realm. his thing he would probably tell something else yeah where it's do like, you think we'll ever get uh, a film a fableman's-esque film as scorsese of himself but i feel like scorsese like from and, him no. yeah and, and and that's the thing i feel like scorsese also like hates himself <laughs> as it like but you know what i mean like, yeah. you know how artists yeah, hate very, himself yeah. you know? too. Yeah. Like, even yeah. when you look at him he's just very timid like he doesn't he's a nice dude like but yeah. he doesn't talk about himself right yeah. that vibe yeah he's like he's praising the all echelon, the which yeah. he is and it took him so long to win that award yeah like I'm, I'm, award. I'm curious like if we'll ever see a film either about him or like a fableman's-esque film where it's like oh this is about scorsese i, I, can, I can definitely see like maybe maybe not a film about his whole life maybe if a, a film about him making one of his biggest movies something yeah, like, like i taxi feel like driver, yeah goodfellas like, you know yeah. like someone just making a movie about the journey mm-hmm. to get there mm-hmm. but like if, if like that person's not involved in it like if like the fablemans wouldn't be the fablemans if it wasn't spielberg making it right mm-hmm. so you're, you're curious you're but the fablemans really focus on that young part of him yeah maybe maybe you know in the future someone tells scorsese's yeah. story and, but maybe all, it's one of his daughters yeah who knows and, and maybe i feel like scorsese's also felt like no if you wanted to get an idea of who i was growing up like you watch my movies because yeah. i put myself into these characters you know so mm-hmm. you never know uh let's continue on you know uh, box office wise because it is a holiday today in the united states of america not a lot of box office reporting not a lot of box office reporting but i do have some some numbers give us some numbers I got some numbers um what 
Nope. Okay. I was just gonna breathe. I was I was anticipating you saying the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I was about to say the Little Mermaid. You're absolutely right. Disney release is on track to debut at a massive 118 million over the four day holiday wow. uh, weekend, uh, with 96 million of that coming just from the weekend alone. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's gonna rank f- as the uh, as of right now the fifth highest Memorial Day opening uh, in history. Uh, then you have movies like Fast Ten, which are uh, are not doing so hot. They are slowing down. the The car is coming to a halt. Um, the tenth installment in the fa- Fast and Future, Fast and Furious Fast franchise, and Future, Fast and Future, Fast and Furious franchise, continue to show signs of running on fumes. At least in the U.S., it's estimated to only bring in about twenty three million this weekend and about twenty eight point seven over the four day holiday after launching to a soft sixty seven million. So. Uh, as of right now, it's generated a disappointing one hundred thirteen point six million. I but feel like four hundred million worldwide. Four hundred million worldwide. One hundred thirteen connecting with audience overseas, but not. Yeah. But do you think it's going to end off less than F nine then? I, I think so because yeah. it's, I don't think it has the legs to carry. Even or the like, wheels. E- yeah. Oh, but it's shoot. it's already it's already hit its budget. Like they already made enough. Yeah, but they but want they want to make they more, want more. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I feel like they hate the 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 name the word furious in the title because like they're never furious in the movies they're fast no you know yeah, so they're like, never furious anymore you know they're only furious about when the movie's not doing well the little mermaid was that always what it was expected to make no or was it a lot less i think it was, it was a lot less it was a lot less it was a lot less yeah because then tracking it, lower I think yeah like and 90 i think i think it was in the 90 and then i think there was projections that it may even hit 130 yeah over the four days so we'll know tomorrow i guess officially what it's looking like for the day and it's doing well it's good yeah. it's good to see him. guardians in third place and guardians holding steady too yeah it took about 20 million with an estimated 25 over the whole four-day weekend pushing its domestic total to about 300 million nice so guardians still doing well even super mario bros still out there with the 6.3 over the weekend yeah oh, and it's sorry. available to watch at home now too it's available to watch at home to purchase yeah let's talk about some trailers trailers um, continuing on with, you know, Halle Bailey, the Little Mermaid, they, it's funny because you mentioned, Shay, yeah. as soon as the Little Mermaid reactions dropped dropped. and the reviews dropped, uh, the color purple. Yeah. Because right? we knew that everyone was going to praise Halle Bailey mm-hmm. in this trailer, and sorry, in this movie, and then why not just drop a trailer? But I feel like because the reactions for Little Mermaid were so amazing, no one really noticed the trailer. Yeah, the color purple, and again, it's I think it's also one of those films that um, it's going to come, and people will praise it when it comes out. Yeah. But it's it's also difficult to. You know, because we've the color purple. This is a remake of a film that's a beloved film, obviously. But it's like I'm curious to see how it's going to resonate this time around. Right? You know what I mean? It's not that old either. No, no right? it's sort like of like 90s because it's such a unique story, and it. I think the story still like what Steven Spielberg did with the color purple. Yeah, is still relevant now. Like I just don't feel like they had to. It's a period piece. So what? What, what, what needed yeah. to be remade? Other than okay, let's get a black director and and do this right. the, the proper way, but. I just don't think we needed it. Yeah, and, but it's it's that thing, right? And and uh, this this applies to so many movies. And we were talking about this the other day with The Little Mermaid, where it's like old movie is old. You know, we wanna we wanna yeah, we have yeah. this like deep bench of they look at it as just IP and they want to do it. And again, that's not taking away that's the so writers. Sad. Like the color purple should not be an IP. Yeah, no, but like, <laughs> but like, but here's the thing: I'm not. I don't want to take away from the directors and the writers and the actors who who've been part of this film, obviously, because it looks it looks really beautiful and well made. Um, but it's, it's interesting. A musical version, right? Yeah, and it's it's just interesting that we're just getting this kind of reimagination of it. And and today, I hope it does well. I hope it's a great film. And obviously, we'll be talking about it later this year, but. Do you think with the writer strike happening and like the amount of 
going back and utilizing what we've had the nostalgia of sequels and stories that we really connected with when we were kids and now bringing it back you think that's going to change once everyone once the writers go back into writing mode where they maybe get this jump of let's start creating more original stories i don't know for the big screen but i mean like you look at the last writer strike and again, this isn't to talk about all the, you can't generalize all the content, but like content, you can't generalize all like the, the, the content made in that time, right? Of the films and shows, but you know, the original writer strike ended when 2008, 2009, about 110 days. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it went into, you know, we went into a new era of Hollywood at a time where it's like just major blockbusters, mm-hmm. multiple major blockbusters a summer, a year from that. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like when things end with the writer strike, we're going to get a lot of just expedited oh, studios yeah. wanting, okay, you pump, lost. Pump, pump. I don't care if it's not done. We need to start shooting this. Yeah. We need to get going. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of rush and crunch and a lot of that. So I'm curious what the quality is going to look like in a couple of years. Yeah, this one's, this one's more, I guess, of an adaptation of the Broadway play. Less of the remake of the first movie, more yeah. of an adaptation of the play. The musical that Fantasia Brina was in. Yeah, and she's in the it's film in as, well. as well. Yeah. yeah. So the, with the the music, there was no musical. It was the, the original, story, original was a book, book, and then movie, and then they made it into a musical. Yeah, and and then they made it into a, 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 a musical play. Yeah, and, and now it's a movie on the musical part. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a so, hybrid of two. Yeah. So we shall see uh, how that does later this year. We also got a trailer for the creator, which yeah. was the John David Washington film directed by. Gareth it's always Edwards. I always want to say Gareth Evans. Uh, Gavin Edwards. Ga- Gavin Edwards. I don't think it's Gavin Edwards. No. Is it Gavin Edwards? That's the guy who did Rogue One? Yeah. yeah. Gareth Edwards. Gareth. Gareth Edwards. Let me take a look here. Gareth. Ladies and gentlemen, Gareth Edwards is the winner. Gareth yeah. Edwards, yeah. So we have that that came out. We got obviously our, our that that Reckoning trailer that we spoke about and then a film called Hijack. Series called Hijack. What's the series? Idris Elba series t- takes place in real time. Oh, is, um, it a Nef- is it a Netflix one? Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. Apple TV we Plus. We have it actually. Yes, we yeah. do. Mm. Six episodes that takes place in real time about a hijacking. Cool. Let's talk about the creator. Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys think? That looked good. Oh, good. Ready to look cool. Yes. It, yeah. It, it, it looks like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. looks like Star Wars. Looks like Akira. Looks like Blade Big Runner. Scale, yeah. Um, interesting. Is that a movie or is that Netflix or a streaming? It's a movie. Club? It's a movie. It's a, a movie. film. Yeah. In okay. theaters. Yeah. I think it's Twentieth Century or Disney. Yeah. Looks cool. I yeah. don't know, like what you know, what yeah. story is going to go, but it has like the Japanese vibe. It has that cyberpunky vibe yes. to it, which yes, is I something dig I dig. I dig. And I dig. I like. John David Washington. Yeah. He plays, I, I feel like a soldier of sorts. Yeah. And he goes into it just It, it just kind of feels like it's coming out of like a weird time. Like, I feel like people were like impressed by the trailer, but people aren't still talking about it. Like, there wasn't no. like a, an attachment. I, I also it. just think it's the time it's coming out. Yeah. It's like, oh, September? it's coming out in September. End of September, though. End of September. Not the beginning of September. No. September. So it could be a so tiff. It could be a tiff. Yeah. yeah. There's a good chance it may, it may show up at tiff if they want to premiere it there. It has a great cast. I mean, John David Washington, Jim Chan, Ken Watanabe. Yeah. You know, Greg Frazier is doing the cinematography for it, who obviously Batman and yeah. um, uh, Dune stuff. and yeah. Batman and stuff. Um, any other, anything else this week that you want to talk about well, trailer wise? The bar- Barbie trailer. Too. The Barbie, Barbie trailer, trailer too. Yeah. Barbie trailer was fantastic this week. Really good. Probably fantastic. the best trailer we've gotten for that film. But I found like Ryan Reynolds, look, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling looks really old. In he, that. He, he looks very like plasticky i don't know why it's like his eyes are sunk in so it's like he has like these dark circles that don't make him look young like i'm curious if it's like the makeup know. that they did I, for yeah, it i, I think like it's, it's like i think it's a makeup, the makeup. Yeah. It's they're, they're like, trying to make him look like he's like weathered a little bit you know he, yeah he looks pretty well i don't know if you got that vibe i know i definitely Margot like, robbie we, looks 
like she's perfect. Yeah. she's perfect yeah but yeah but no i, I definitely got that vibe because he looks very like i don't know if it's the blonde hair yeah it's, it's, something. it's something i think he doesn't look like that i don't when i see ryan gosling i don't look at i don't see that i see something else yeah, yeah. so I, I think it's just like the makeup you're doing on him is to make it look him make him look a little bit a little bit more like a weathered ken like a weathered you know ken. A, a ken who's starting to uh, start to feel feelings out this week it's a film we've all been waiting for. It's a film we've been waiting to talk about. Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is releasing exclusively in theaters. And like I said, it's Spider-Verse week. Look forward to our interview coverage. Look forward to our review very soon. Venom is back for Venom some reason. Venom is back. Oh, God. Any Spider-Man movie that comes out. <laughs> and it's such a it's such a, like an old this time with joke oh, as well yeah, too, yeah, at this yeah. point. This is like an oldie. Um, an oldie but a goldie. It's, uh, it's sticking around. Let's talk about what we're watching watching and uh you know what anthony i'm gonna get you to start us off uh this week i started re-watching righteous gemstones righteous gemstones i think of <laughs> righteous gemstones <laughs> in preparation for the new season so i thought okay well, they're quick to go through and something that you don't actually have to stare at the screen you just kind of like just yeah, yeah while you do other stuff so Damn, I, I start with that don't appreciate the art eh? just uh, on your phone no no i yeah, like look at this content on, on in the background a lot of times i'm just i bet this doesn't even have writing or yeah doing something. <laughs> it's nice to have um but yeah like i i, I would just watch the third season not was it the second second season, season. second season yeah uh so i didn't go back to the first season no i the best season rewatched that i started playing Zelda. Oh, baby. Shout there out to go. Nintendo for the code uh, for that one. Shout outs to Nintendo for the code on, on that one. I'm enjoying my time with it. I think, you know, the f- first 20 minutes, I'm already lost in the sense of like, <laughs> the, the scale of what I'm getting into. And I think the exploration is huge with this game and it's there's a lot to do and unreal. Uh, i haven't got the blood moon yet and i hate it because i know it's gonna pop up and it's so much scarier and i can see game the little too. counter at the bottom it's yeah like, but uh i'm enjoying it i think right now and i haven't even touched the tip of it have you gotten off the sky island though not even gotten off the sky island. oh my I god got a dude. hand i got a hand that allows me to move things and dude you're at the beginning of the game <laughs> i know i just we've been busy man i know i know it, been doing a lot of stuff yeah. so we'll be having a we'll be actually yeah, doing we'll, a review discussion uh second week of june we're aiming yes. for right now yeah. um where we'll be talking about stuff and spoilers and but our I'm time with myself as well yeah, yeah like i with with jedi survivor i literally get it obsessed with it and i have to finish it and complete it with this one i'm actually like let, let me slow it down yeah. i don't have to play it every day because i'm by the time we do our review i've well have completed well, a couple it. hours in yeah, yeah. dude but I, will. I don't think you have completed it i don't even think i'm gonna have complete i'm 50 no, hours like, into it like complete the story no come on no dude unless you like mainline everything maybe but like like dude we're at the end of may and if we're doing this in two weeks i don't think you're gonna finish it but i'm not then. gonna spend my time building like you remember you sent me that tiktok and i'm like dude i don't, I don't have time to build uh, all dude, these things but you're, you're but you're going to see dude like and, and I'm not building a lot either in the game, but like it's fun though. It's just so fun making stuff, and it's like I just make stuff to try and travel in different ways. And like I'm 50 hours into it, I like I 50 like, 50. Yeah. Um, Holy. Things, but he's not responding to our messages. Yeah, but yeah. I've also been playing it for like three weeks already, three and a half weeks. It came out. Was it? Has it been three weeks? Yeah, it was the first week of May. Wow. Yeah, we're at the end of May. Still, 50 is a lot. Yeah, but you, how many hours you have in Jedi Survivor? Like 30 something. No. 
Yeah, hundred percent. You do. He probably more. Five hours. No, and you platinumed it. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah. five yeah. hours. I'm excited. Listen, I'm really excited for us to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. We're gonna have some special guests joining us as well too for that one because there's so much to talk about in this game, and so much of it isn't even just the story. It's just the stories that you make for yourself in those moments along the way. I will say the cinematics and, and even the story, but the cinematics and the character, the villain of this of this um, game just is so much better yeah it's not like this entity it's an actual being yeah it's scary it, it i wish ganondorf it, bro yeah I, I do feel like i want more voices i want nintendo to incorporate uh, more voiceover in their work less reading for me yeah let me <laughs> that's reading for let you. me hear them yeah. talk i also would love link to talk yeah like well, I, I feel like I we'll, we'll, we'll eventually get it but there's a lot of talking yeah, in the game guys said a word yeah. she's like, talking to a ghost <laughs> like zelda's literally dude i'm talking to you say something mm-hmm. yeah it's like fool's uh, paradise over uh, here uh, <laughs> uh, <but laughs> or if he falls off a cliff he's like, ah! yes yeah, so i've funny. done that many times I, i'm excited for you to, i'm just excited for you to progress because there's there's a lot a lot of progression like, dude, like i'm like I, i'll literally put a beacon on the map i'm like okay i'm going there hey what's that over there like yeah. what's that where's that smoke coming from and it's just like you i didn't think it was possible for me to kind of have those breath of the wild moments again but as you're playing it, you just fall more and more in love with it. It's 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 an all timer. Awesome. It's that's incredible. really good. That's really cool. Uh, so I watched Spider Verse. That were a review will be coming out this week for it. Yes, it will. Um, I've also been watching a lot of sports because you know it's playoff season in NBA and hockey, and there's a lot of crazy things happening with the Lakers being swept, and now like the Celtics coming back from three games to now game seven. Crazy, absolutely Last crazy. Game, that happens, or the night before what a wild way to end a, a a game like with three point free throws Nuts. and then a shot that just hits the rim and you know freaking white was able to like just get it in there right before the time crazy expired. yeah I was, I was watching all the the clips this morning on on twitter and like instagram and it's just yeah. like wow yeah and i'm thinking like these are both in hockey and um basketball basketball there's two teams that have close to coming like with the celtics actually coming back yeah from a three deficit yeah and now dallas coming back maybe from a three deficit and the teams that are currently in the finals with yeah. denver doing the sweep as well as the florida panthers doing the sweep what are the coincidences what's it's the statistical a, value of it's that weird. right it's weird so that's pretty cool and yeah that's sports are cool of, sometimes that, they're uh, very cinematic sometimes very cinematic other than that have i watched anything else I, I don't know. I don't. You well, succession. I don't know. Like right now, we haven't gotten to the finale. Finale, which Barry's is an hour tonight. and a half. Yeah. Barry's happening tonight. But best believe, I'll be in front of my screen at nine o'clock watching Succession. It's a weird way to watch TV in front of your screen. I would watch from behind, behind, just to, just to hear what's happening. Yeah, but like watching like the reflections. This is, yeah. this is <laughs> one mirror. of those, like just the lead up and people talking. This is like one of those historical television yes. moments. I hope it ends. Yeah. And there's excited. a lot of speculation who's gonna win who's gonna be the successor is it you know there was a one video i sent to you yeah. where they kind of talk about tom being mom's gang yeah. yeah and his last name where it originates from and the three is, stripe, is there is the there anything out that thing? this episode could do to upset you like if it just give the gave that ceo title to a complete pivot 
Well, it would upset me that no one. No, yeah, no one. And gets it's it. like the yes. board members. They disband still, the company. They still don't. Yeah, they disband the company. They drop a new character all of a sudden. Yeah. Last episode. I don't think so. Cousin I think Tony. Season, Cousin Tony. I think this, this season is so good. Yes, it is. That. It could only last, disappoint. The last episode. <laughs> it's not going to be like the Sopranos where it's left for you to, Cut to figure black. it out. Yeah. I don't think uh, they can do that. No. You no. can't do that again. And it, with an hour and a half, there's a lot of story to tell. I just, uh, I just, right now at this point, it's who, who is going to be. Yeah. Kendall's been showing a lot of ambition. A lot of like, he yeah. has the vibe. Uh, Roman right now that last episode at the funeral where he's crying just kind of brought him down a pedestal and then Shiv yeah. showing her dominance uh, I don't know Tom don't know. Greg it's gonna I told you I said when we did our review I'm like I have this weird feeling it's gonna be cousin Greg it could be Greg because Greg is connected Greg. to to Matson. Yeah. yeah he could be the CEO that the puppet CEO that yeah. they want so he can they can stay control yeah in power in there's a lot there's, there's a, a lot, lot of places they can go with it it's wild again it's 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 funny that like we have such major shows ending this week with like uh, Miss Maisel uh, Succession Barry, Barry and then Ted Lasso apparently is going to be ending this week too so um oh there was news I forgot Citadel is coming back oh, season two. two all directed by Mr. Joe Joseph Russo. Russo yeah who we had on the show we do I, have the had budget is 10 times more now it's a Damn. billion dollars yeah <laughs> we'll see where it goes we'll see where it's going to go bring us to Rome we'll <laughs> go go to Rome to cover it they also, they also released an image yes. of the Italian Citadel yeah yes it's interesting they didn't call it like Citadel Italy yeah they just called it like Citadel uh and it's a yeah. and the, it's a girl's name yeah yeah interesting choice yeah but yeah that's all cool um for myself you know we already were talking about tears of the kingdom we'll talk about it more we watched wrath of becky which we will have a fun interview coming out for that very, very soon as well too. fun interview obviously i spoke about the little mermaid the boogeyman which we'll talk about a oh, bit, yes, a bit more in our interview this week with sophie thatcher and uh the little mermaid and then across the spider-verse there's lots of stuff to look forward to but i'm gonna i'm gonna kick it over to shabazz yeah you know i've been watching succession as well i'm excited for tonight uh really excited for Barry tonight as well. I mean, can't believe that show's ending. This season has been phenomenal. Uh, Bill Hader directing this entire series, season. Crazy. Just crazy. This season is so damn good. And it's all within like 30 minutes. All within 30 minutes. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. I've been watching Yellowstone. I'm on season two. I'm almost done season two right now and I'm loving this show. It is so good. Like it's, yeah, I can't stop watching it. I think it's because I keep watching it, I'm falling behind on stuff that I have to watch right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, Wrath of Becky, which will be a really fun interview coming out for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and of course, the Boogeyman, Boogeyman. I love it. Yeah. What we're going to do, so I'm going to do like a traditional kind of closing for this show. Okay. But I, I do want to, yeah, we still have an interview coming <gasps> up on this show. So I, we're going to kick it over to that. But I want to say, of course, thank you for listening uh, to this episode of the movie podcast. Again, if you are listening to this on YouTube, we will have a separate video up for the interview with Aisha and with Danny. So look forward to that as a separate video that you could watch it, enjoy it at your leisure. There'll be a link. There'll be a, a link. link right on the screen. It'll, yeah. it'll pop up. It'll right pop up right now. now. There he goes. Anthony has it ready for you. <laughs> uh, but again, thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast this week. We have so many incredible episodes coming your way. We're going into a, such a busy season of the year, but we have so many uh, amazing things already waiting for you. Yes. You know, in this Spider-Verse week, look forward to all of our coverage later on this week. And of course, make sure you follow us on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox at the movie podcast now without further ado from the drop which all four episodes are out now on narcity's youtube page go check it out we'll have our the link in the show notes below please welcome the show creators the writers the stars 
Aisha Evelina and Danny Pagliarello. Danny, Aisha, thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. We had such a wonderful time with your show. Yes. And it's a, it's just one of those things that when I started watching it and I messaged Shay, I'm like, Shay, like, let's, let's watch the last episode together. So we just rewatched episode three. And it's just so funny. And I think when you're when you're doing a show that one takes place in Toronto and I think just hits on the mark of what culture is right now, I think that's it, it's really just hit all those notes for us. So before we get into the drop, I, I want to ask both of you, just how are you doing? I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> Spring has sprung kind of. It's not cold, but it's not warm. I'm just happy because the sun is out because the sun is out. So I'm great. I'm great to answer your question. Yeah. There's some new life that's kind of brought in as soon as the sun is sun is out. Like immediately we were downtown this morning and it just, we just felt alive. Yeah. Yeah. People are happy. So good. People are very happy. (laughs) Yeah. Thank no, God. I, no, no, I, I, need, I, need, I want to ask both of you guys, you know, with the drop, it's going to be four episodes. The last episode is coming out this week. What does it feel like for both of you to now have a show that you've written for, you've directed for, you've created and you've starred in? What does it feel like to have it coming out into the world and having everyone able to now watch it in its entirety? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what does it feel like? It almost feels like it doesn't feel real, to be honest, because we've just um, been on this train for three years. And then I guess when it comes out, you're you're still just the same person. Is that a disappointing answer? No. Oh, my no God. Well, it is. <laughs> I think it's like it's interesting, though, because it's like what one of the things it's two things. It's like, A, I think there's like a level of vulnerability in the sense that you're like, I hope people think this is as funny as I think it is. Um, that's my personal experience. But then on top of that, I do think it's kind of like, because we hold so many rules on the show, like it kind of hasn't stopped in a way. And so like, we're going to continue, we're continuing to like kind of push the numbers so that like people watch the show and like getting it out there as much as possible because like the digital landscape is like tough. Um, but yeah, I think that like, it's like kind of when Danny says like the, like, it's kind of like nothing's changed it, in a way it kind of does feel like that because at the end of the day even though i'm so happy it's still like work like we're still working on this show in many ways even though it's out in the world yeah there's definitely like a lot of hats that you're you're both wearing and you're both so damn funny in this show like the comedic timing and delivery phenomenal there was just moments where daniel and i were watching and we're just like this is literally how like you and i would just talk to each other like, yeah it, it really just cracked us up that's so oh, great thanks. to hear we really yeah, did want to make a show about like friends like in the end like of course there's like the high concept of line waiting but when it comes down to it like the crew that banter should feel like you and friends yeah absolutely yeah. It, it, it definitely does uh and, and i gotta i gotta know like wh- where did all of this kind of come from like what what was the inspiration even behind danny making you an american character <laughs> yeah how did that come about i remember we wanted to um it was it was a few summers ago and yeah we were trying to like figure zara out Mm -hmm. we were trying to figure her out because we had written like a pilot but i don't think in this like initial pilot in this initial pilot like polly was like a supporting character zara was kind of like the lead and kind of like a clear lead and then she was actually like in trouble with some loan sharks and had to make like a bunch of money. So started doing like drops, which is like a completely yeah. different show. Um, and then I don't remember how it happened. Do you? I feel like 
I kind of do vaguely. This is wild. I'm like, wow, am I getting old because my memory is failing <laughs> me? And it was only three years ago. Um, I think the biggest thing, like when we were developing this, like our comedy right now is like it's very episodic and like before it was serialized and we kind of wanted to just create interesting characters and a setup that like in a way like the simpsons like you watch an episode of the simpsons and like you're beginning middle end and like the world is kind of back to kind of somewhat normal by the end of the episode and like uh like and that's a similar thing in broad city as well which is one of our comps where it's like they the the, the two leads do grow but like it's a, there's like an event the every every episode is kind of like an event and i think when we were kind of trying to figure out who zara was i think it kind of just came from like the idea of people like really scrounging to get by and like i think that's when we started to talk about uh, talk about uh when we started to talk about her as a character all i remember is us being like okay well who's scrounging, scrounging to get by and like what's a setup that could work over like a long period of time that's just like a setup that doesn't have to where you don't have to think too hard about it but like Honestly, it was three years ago. So, like, maybe all of this is bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that I remember us good. being like, they can't both be in the game. They can't both have the same arc. And, like, Zara, yeah. I think we decided had to be, like, a have-not. Mm-hmm. And Polly was just mm-hmm. kind of more naturally, like, not exactly like a have, but, like, has a, has a bit more. And um, oh, yeah. we just like the idea of her being from away and, like, having to start a new life. And, like, all of those details about her character i mean it's not uncommon for people to need medicine that they can't afford and come yeah. to the canadian border and we shouldn't like laugh. I, oh we shouldn't know. laugh no i shouldn't yeah. laugh yeah shouldn't laugh. it's not yeah. funny it's really not funny yeah, yeah i'm like oh wait i'm like yeah medicine you yeah. can't afford it that's hilarious. surviving surviving yeah. no yeah. we're spoiled we're spoiled in canada with this like universal even yeah but even in canada we don't get it like unless you have a good drug plan so okay maybe we shouldn't laugh okay i'm not laughing <laughs> no seriously it's like even and even in episode two, when she talked about how she was born, like, at a field hospital. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, who is this girl? We kind of wanted her her character to have a real arc. And, like, I think episode three, like, the series moves quickly because we only have four episodes. But in episode three, we get to see Zara at her finest, or mm-hmm. so she thinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, yeah. Other thing to note, I think, about Zara's character was, like, there's something to be said about uh, did i lose it yeah i lost it great interview Aisha. (laughs) if if it comes back you just you just stop me in my tracks and just tell me tell me what you're thinking yeah please (laughs) yeah but oh wow but i want to i want to ask you both like oh Oh, there's it's there take it away so it's like i this (laughs) another thing like i like for not to not to bring up the simpsons again but there's this thing about springfield like we don't know where spring what state springfield is and like in some ways i think we've laid the groundwork for zara where like we actually don't know where she's from and like we'll never know where she's from which i think is also just kind of a thing that like we've planted like we know she's from america i have no idea where she's from as a thing that like as i think about the like maybe subsequent seasons of the show or what have you it's just like something can that can endure and like it's kind of just like we know that no one knows where zara's from and it's just like a neat little thing about her character that doesn't really need much explanation but that's there because it's funny love that yeah i think what i love about that is that you know as canadians we tend to sometimes just generalize americans as americans and i think you do such a great job of kind of like taking that populace putting it into one person and being like yeah she could be from the south she could be from the north she could be from the midwest doesn't matter like she's got every bit of american in her she's american yeah she's american what side she voted for her her yeah her opinions are just kind of everywhere so i love that you were able to do that that's so cool yeah (laughs) Daniela, is Zara a Republican or a Democrat? 
we'll never she's a red state oh my no, god we'll never that. know we'll never know it's like beep you don't know what she's doing like <laughs> beep or like you're not sure it's like that's the vibe i love that no, she'll I, say questionable things i think every season it's like who did you vote yeah for? like you know yeah where were you january 6th, <laughs> yeah for sure. where were you january 6th <laughs> uh, uh no, i want to i want to ask both of you how how familiar were both of you with line culture before join or before creating the show like where where did that come into play and how did you know much about that world i would say the research like as soon as we thought of doing a show about it the research kind of began from there and we read a lot and we interviewed people and uh we saw it happening around us because it was a pandemic so there were a lot of lines I remember stopping then, by and asking, like, is anyone here hired? Like, <laughs> like, it was like a line in front of, like, I don't know what it was, like a pharmacy or something. And everybody was kind of just oh. like, oh, that lady's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, not because it's a real thing. And I also think that, like, I think when it comes to both, like, Danny and I shared shared experience being folks that live in an expensive Toronto. Like, we've definitely, like... I feel like line waiting is just a condensed version of like the hustle that is just like doing things for cash to get by. Like um, Danny and I have both held really weird jobs in order to like make money. Um, and like, there's something about that, that like, even though we weren't working professionally as line waiters, even though I did work for somebody and like get them things because they were scared of getting COVID. And I did wait in line for like things like a respirator. No, she wanted a, def- a defibrillator, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, all to say like our shared experience of like just people being like, we've hustled to make money. Like we kind of really understood the grind. And so line waiting seemed to be like an adequate fit to kind of encapsulate the experience that is just like working to get by. That's so true. And, and I think when you look at Toronto, Toronto loves lines. They loved lines before, <laughs> before the pandemic, during the pandemic, especially. And then now like it's, it's so interesting, like seeing where the world is now when, when these like massive items or whatever comes out, it's like the systems that are in place for them, like be it raffle systems or just, you're you know you're camping mm-hmm. out for the week like that's just embedded in the culture now it's like if you want that you're getting in line for it and also like the line culture is actually sort of dead now because we wanted to hit up mm. like a line um like a sneaker drop and every store like i i, I can't name you one where they still mm-hmm. do drops like that because i guess it was like an issue like people blocking sidewalks yeah, and yeah, stuff like for that sure. and so like yeah. it's it's kind of like the subculture of it. It's not really like around yeah. right now. I don't know if that's going to change, but like it bums me out. It, it's kind of like equivalent to like when all the DIY spaces in Toronto like had to be shut down. I was like, I like these quirky, interesting, weird subculture yeah. places in our city. Like yeah. it, what it's what makes Toronto cool. Like Colty is gone. Yeah, it's it's be interesting I, to see I, uh, Zara and Polly have to like figure out getting in line online. In an episode one day in the future. <laughs> They're doing a virtual queue. Like yeah. Polly can barely use her iPhone. No, Polly can barely use her iPhone. Like the only thing she's good for is making TikToks. Um, but I also think that like I do think that it, it has changed with like obviously the internet and all that jazz. But even so, like there's when when we were developing, it's like funny how certain things have changed and then how certain things haven't. So once upon a time when we were developing the series, we were talking to somebody and they were telling us about like how a donut place and a chicken place had done like 
a collab. So they were like fried chicken donut sandwiches, mm -hmm. like somewhere in Parkdale, and people were wait were waiting in line for them. And then like directly across the street, people were waiting in waiting in line for a food bank. And it was just kind of like the juxtaposition oh, yeah. of people spending way too much money for like the dumb donut sandwich versus people waiting in line for like sustenance for like just general like for food and like even now like down the street from me i live next to like a ritzy market that i should not go into because it's so expensive um and it's a directly adjacent to a food bank and so i was walking down this street like maybe last month and there was this woman who looked like she had wealth and there's this lineup of people on the sidewalk like kind of blocking the entrance to this like fancy market and then she walks and she's like what are you guys waiting in line mm. for and they're like food bank and she's like Oh, you <laughs> witness this entire interaction? I would die. I'd be like, so oh, my oh my goodness! That is I was so like, cringe. only in Toronto, yeah. only in Toronto, or only LA, Toronto. or New yeah. York, or yeah, Seoul, exactly. Or... See, <laughs> yeah. but just exactly like, this story, I feel like could exist in many different cities. Mm -hmm. Definitely, like we could exactly. have a drop for every major city. Yeah, around the world. It, it, yeah, hundred percent. It's funny you bring up like the fact that you know that that line culture has pretty much disappeared because like Daniel and I and like even our our co-host anthony we we used to work at a at a at a company i won't say and they were infamous for their lineups people would be lining up you know weeks on end just to get the latest new product that they were dropping and then it just kind of like dwindled away it just one day randomly they were like we have the internet yeah why don't we use that and it it, it has made i think life easier but i don't know i feel like the line weeding system online now has just gotten crazier like you're just you're going against bots and also line waiters yeah <laughs> it's like it's i do think but and then also like because we were thinking about like for like the next iteration like should we continue netflix if you're watching you want to give us another season <laughs> hello <laughs> um hi um like the, I, Dan, danny had floated the idea of like polly because polly gets booted out of the community like she's now working as a ghost shopper and can you do you, is it a ghost shopper what's it what is it Dan daniela yeah it's a role where you literally like your client is someone who is the exact same size as you and then you go out and shop for them oh at the shops that you want to they want to shop at and you facetime them so you're like this is what the outfit would look like if it was on your body wow wow that's a thing here's the fit wow. right here's your butt in like, my head i was like oh like a secret shopper like yeah like but like no that's a go shopper no 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 different type it's of thing exactly. wow that's like an but ai anyway, shopper and so like yeah, yeah exactly that's yeah. crazy. Like, that, what a world we're in. I know. You know. We should just quit this podcast and start doing that. I feel like there's yeah. money in this. <laughs> Definitely. I think, honestly, probably. <laughs> Stop the interview right now. I think the drone note, <laughs> if you want to say that, yeah. of, it's like an acting term, but the drone note, I, I would say, of the show is that time is the biggest commodity. Oh, yeah. And frankly, yeah. if you have wealth, you're getting people to do things for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you yeah. know, we, we've yeah. gotten to know your characters so well, but no, when it comes to, you know, you, Aisha, and you, Danny, how did, how did you two meet? Like, where did all this kind of, like, this start from with you two? York University. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> York we, we University. Met at York. There's so many filmmakers yeah. who met at York. Like, you guys did um, a podcast with, like, Blackberry, and I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, like Matt Johnson yeah, yeah. and um, Jay Barishel. Uh, well, I was gonna say his his co-creator of Nirvana. Oh, oh Jay, Jay McCarroll. Jay McCarroll. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're Yorkies. You know, people meet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our, our co-host is also a Yorkie. Yeah. 
yeah oh, really? film as well uh, oh yeah exactly so we actually we met at york's theater uh we were in the acting conservatory uh training to be actors uh um yeah we met at york this was like I won't say how long because I don't want people to start doing math. It was <laughs> yeah. We're not going to math here, so it's no, okay. We're not. It took us. We're trying to figure out an age just to, before yeah. the show. We're like, let's yeah, just look it up. Figure it out. Um, but that's amazing. We're twenty-two. I thought you were nineteen. So here we go. There we go. <laughs> that's right. So you guys, you guys meet at York, and do you immediately like kick it off? Like, like is it something that you're immediately friends, or did you hate each other first? Like, did you have that true, you know, f- like rags to riches friendship? Like, how'd that look like? Rags to riches friendship. Copyright. We had rags Copyright. to riches friendship. We were both poor, and then we're still poor. <laughs> yeah, rags, rags to rags. To rags. <laughs> um we i don't know we weren't the best of, like i guess danny like we weren't the best of friends were we no like no we but were, not in like a negative not in a negative way we no were, we were but to be yeah to be fair i wasn't i wasn't super like I, my friends were all like undeclared i won't call them weird <laughs> because they're still my best friends but like i lived oh. i didn't i didn't live in the artistic residence mm-hmm. i lived with in the undeclared building <laughs> so um i was just friends with different people um until basically like third year then i was like oh theater people yeah you know? i feel like i got kicked out of the program in my third year because i was depressed but um after we graduated i feel like we still just kept in touch and like danny made another show called shitty roommate which is hilarious don't only watch the drop go watch shitty roommate it's so funny um uh, and <laughs> yeah plug, plug just it. plugging everybody netflix paramount HBO. Anyone's listening. Yeah. <laughs> um but <laughs> um but uh yeah and like i feel like th- we had already a- always like stayed friends but like you had a screening for that and i had gone and i was just like just gonna like show up and be like this is gonna be great i'm supporting but like we were pissing our pants laughing it was so weird and just like so different um and i think from there maybe kind of spawned our creative like interest in each other and then when people were just like doing nothing in 2020 we were like you want to make a show together and then we did to explain aisha's life because you just explained oh right (laughs) like aisha was also aisha like yes i made i made a series aisha was making like incredibly beautiful touching like short films (laughs) that were like going through like the festival circuits and i was like oh (laughs) we both ended up being like multi-hyphenate people yeah like writer director actors and i was like i was like you're here i'm here let's go yeah that's the thing it's like the thing about like yeah we were both doing that i guess and like kind of separately and it just like made sense because like i think that so i I guess i'm a bit of a snob i don't know but i've always been kind of like i want to make sure that people don't think i'm just an actor that wants to write and direct like i actually want their each respective crafts and i want to be good at all three of them um and like i really do think that about danny which is why it was just like so nice to like work with somebody that like actually understands filmmaking actually like understands like film language if that makes sense it's very like heady right. and like mm-hmm. maybe a little bit like, academic but like that's the thing where i was really into it and danny already like she just has those skills and so it just made sense because we were both kind of matched in our skill set 
not only understanding performance but understanding filmmaking and writing yeah. and screenwriting but I, but I think yeah. that makes sense right because i think when you're seeing so many of the voices coming up now who are creating shows who are like you're seeing them wearing all those hats right and i think that's what's what really i think breaks through all the noise when it comes to different shows and different movies out there is that you are getting a defining voice of somebody who is not only starring in it but they're writing it they are directing right. they're part of it and you see so many shows like that especially like again like you look at hbo you look at all these other shows like there are like there are these clear voices that shine through and i think both of your voices shine through on the drop and it, it is such a distinct i think just representation of like what toronto looks like and what your guys's lives look like and what culture looks like right now Right? Your friendship shines through as well. Yeah, like thank you, you just like right now when you oh, were thanks. when you were both just talking about each other, it was so sweet because I'm like, man, they're not even talking about themselves. Yeah, you're talking they're about literally you're telling each other. Each other. It's the opposite yeah. with Daniel and I. Like yeah. we talk the most shit about each other as we possibly. It's true. Can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just. You guys thought this was a professional podcast? <laughs> no, fooled no. you. Yeah, no. no. You guys are on. Oh, we are <laughs> a lot as well. <laughs> damn it! Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> every, that's our secret for every interview. Yes, yes. Every interview is high. Yeah, but no, but, but it's funny though. Like you, you mentioned, like Matt Johnson and Jay McCarroll. It, it's funny. Like it, uh, we've been rewatching Nirvana, the band, the show, and it's just like it, that's another. Like I think where Matt and Jay have such a distinct personality and style of comedy, and that turns into again, we're going to show Toronto because we're from Toronto, and I, and I like that because we're so used to having yeah. a show or movies that will shot be shot in Toronto that masquerade masquerade is toronto it's never toronto so it's cool to see like oh like like the, i think it was at the end of your your first or second episode i'm like oh like you were at like toronto metropolitan university you were outside the rcc which was my building when i was there for uh for for broadcast oh, and television yeah. i'm like damn like that's where i would like take my breaks and everything and it's cool seeing that right it's really cool seeing that yeah we, we were toronto. i feel like yeah like this is our city and like I think that once, like when we were developing it, did, I feel like, I don't know. I'm like, do you remember anyone telling us not to set it in Toronto? Was that ever a thing? I mean, we wouldn't, listen anyway, but <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have listened, but like, that's the thing. Toronto is like a world. It's kind of becoming like a world city. Like people just come here for the sake of coming here. Like you go to like London, New York, Paris, that kind of thing. And like, I'm not saying that Toronto is like Paris adjacent. Um, however, garbage collection <laughs> um but oh, sorry, uh, barely. too soon too soon <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely too soon too soon um but yeah i feel like that's like when it comes to toronto we were a like we want to set it here because we live here and it doesn't make any sense because it's like one of the most diverse nations like are one of the mo most diverse cities in north america and then like b we were really like interested and in, in like showing on screen like the toronto that like Danny and I live in, which is markedly different than like, like I don't live mm -hmm. in Forest Hill. I live Forest Hill. <laughs> it is, it is wild. It is wild to be like there are some shows that are set in Toronto and everyone lives in a three million dollar house, and you're like, and it's just like what? that's no. not real. It's yeah. not, not real. That's the house you drive by. Like literally before, <laughs> that's the house that like yeah, like actually. I squat in front of. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I literally right before. Um, Danny and I got on this call. I was talking to her and I was like, I gotta go because the squirrels are like the rodents in like in behind in my back porch, like they no longer are scared of me. Like <laughs> they kind of just do whatever yeah. they want. Um and like actually, and like I was like when I was talking to Danny, I was like, 
I'm so sorry. I think the squirrels are oh, mating God. on my patio, and I had to get my broom and like get up. Like that's the thing. Is that the like, language you used exactly? But it's yeah. a kid's show. It's a kid's show. <laughs> you said something. You said something way more explicit, and I was like, wow. Yeah, the animals like, yeah. around us, like the raccoons. Like I have to like invite them to yeah. the yes, wedding. They're like, there. They think that they're equivalent to like us humans here. Like they're not afraid of you. Yeah, exactly. And like people that live in three million dollar houses, I kind of like to believe that they don't have to deal with like <laughs> raccoons mating in their garbage can or like having to shoo them away so you yeah. can put your recycling in your bin because like literally we've actually named him his name is Rocco and he's like really sweet but like he's literally just always around and like I, I good vibes there that's that, why yeah. which is messed up but back, I, I guess, guess. but back to the show. Back to the show. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes. But you know, <laughs> well, that could be a character, I think, you know, the next season. I think that's something that is up for debate, obviously. Um, but I mean, there's, there's, you, you I, I love that you guys talking about Toronto and that we, we love the city so much. And there's so much amazing talent coming out of the city, like you two, especially. Yeah. That, that's already evident right here that you guys are from Toronto. You're amazing. And also, you have amazing Toronto talent in this show. Like, you have Mark Little in this show, and yeah. he's so fun. We, we had him on Mark. our show. What an absolute <laughs> blast that guy is. He's so great. We're so happy um, about yeah. all the cast members. They Everyone fit the roles so perfectly. I just feel like, for me, it's like, like being in comedy, the point is to work with other comedians. Like I don't want to yeah. make a comedy that's a t- that's like a mm-hmm. two-hander right. for a whole season. I would die. I want other comedians mm-hmm. to show their talent, to grace the screen, to have the opportunity to work with them. Yeah, and I feel like we kind of I like the I, I like the idea of saying like we got lucky, and like in many ways we did because like people are busy, they're working, they have to be available to like shoot with us, right? Um, but in some ways, like kind of just stemming up of what Danny just said, it's kind of like we like Canada is known for comedy and we also were just able to leverage our network of like really funny people. And I think that like, obviously it's a strength to the show, but I'm also kind of just like proud that we were able to do that. Um, because I don't know, it's like, it, especially for a digital series, like we, I think it kind of says a lot about the nature of the comedy and the nature of the show that we were able to get so many lovely human beings to make cameos, that kind of thing. When like we had a, a fourth of like the average like tv budget to do so. yeah if you ever need so, yeah. you know two podcasters to appear in an episode you got us right here we'll we'll happily drop by we're always in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. what's up i thought you lived yeah. in toronto yeah i mean it's, it's on the streets it's all you know? oh, okay it's, you know we can't give you our address yeah just around just we're around. around yeah we're around <laughs> Toronto, yeah. Toronto, 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 we're, we're four stills. We'll be honest. We're yeah, yeah. we didn't, we didn't want to let you know. When you said raccoon, I had no idea what you were talking about. We don't have those abominations here. I've never even seen a raccoon. Is it Guardians of the Galaxy? That's the raccoon I've seen. Yeah, uh, you guys. So this this is a show that's on that's so Narcity's good. YouTube. How did that come to be? Why were they the best partners to work on the show with you? Narcity's been so great, and we realized that their audience is our audience in terms of like target demographic. It's young people on their phones looking for the news who are Toronto people and they've just been so lovely to work with. Yeah. Shout out to Max and Jackie at Narcity. We love you. We love you. Um, we really do that <laughs> they've been so gracious with us. Um, but I think that like we, it just kind of like made sense. And like, when I think about like alignment, like, Danny sent the email to somebody that she knew that worked there and then they kind of reviewed her. I don't even like, 
they reviewed our deck and they're like yeah this is sick and like it wasn't like multiple pitch meetings like having to sway them or what have you it like really just made sense because like we like we when we developed the series we kind of had analytics for like we kind of knew who our target demographic was and we had like data to be like this is who like this these are the people and it was literally just like alignment and so it was like i think the biggest thing is audience urban dwellers like millennial gen z folks um and like yeah it was just i the only word i can think of is just like really aligned and it, it just kind of made sense if that if that makes sense like in the nature yeah in the nature of our comedy yeah, that. It just made sense. Now, i really hope that we get to see your characters return i know you if you can't talk about it that's that's fine are you guys do you guys know if we're coming back for a second season yet is that in talks right now is that in the works it's a secret it's a secret I know Breaking the news. creation never stops with you two, though. Like you guys must be writing and just getting stuff, projects on the go all the time, right? Yeah, I've been writing under. The that, that's what she was doing. That's that, that, I was gonna, I was, that was my last question <laughs> yeah. before we wrapped. I was like, what? What is she <laughs> writing up to? Was an old quill that she was using as well. Very strange. <laughs> yeah, um, we. That's the thing. I think like it's tough because like we gosh like so we kind of can't talk about it but also like as like creatives are going to create so like danny's working on another series and i'm like shooting a feature next next summer and i'm writing that but like if like if the stars align and it makes sense like a hundred percent because it was just so fun like that's the thing it was a lot of a lot of like trying to figure out a digital space when i'm not like not feeling like um like we're not influencers mm -hmm. we're filmmakers so it was a lot of figuring out a digital space but it was also just like a lot of fun so i'd be happy to have three to five <laughs> other seasons more seasons yeah, yeah me too. i love that yeah. you, you both are mm. you both are incredible we are so grateful for you sharing your time with us today um and yeah thank you for sharing your time yeah, with us on the movie podcast yeah, we will hope, we hopefully we get show. to talk to you guys again Thanks for your for future projects us. as well yes yeah that'd be lovely Aww. yeah thank, thank you, so you that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next